Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Hello, everyone. Thanks for coming. If you haven't been here before, my name is Deck. And my name is Tim. And <laughs> Why this, are we talking like And this <laughs> is the Quick Resume podcast, <laughs> where solely robots and AI speak. Um, so if you haven't been here before, we're going to be recapping really the showcase today. There's a lot to talk about. And, you know, there has been about a million other opinions and kind of takes on, on um, you know, the, the dawn um, of the showcase. But we figured we'd just have a bit more of a free-flow conversation about how we feel about it. Because, um, you know, it's been it's been good, I would say, overall. But there has been some, you know, mixed feelings. It's controversy. <laughs> As you'll know, mm-hmm. it's it's a topic that comes up every week. So before we get into that, Timothy, hello, hello, how are you doing, buddy? <laughs> I'm doing good, man. Um, yeah, not not bad. Same old, same old. Um, I I I kind of hurt myself a cricket over the weekend, which was pretty nasty. Um, I don't know. Did I, I don't know if I ever mentioned it on the podcast when I tore my hamstring. And like, when sure I was like did. talking about it, like all like purple and blue was like my whole leg was just like just purple. I don't um, understand that. Isn't it crazy how many different colours the body can go? Just a punch, a rip. You get the colour of the rainbow on yeah. your thigh. It's crazy. Well, it's it's the blood from underneath your skin. I understand that, but you know, showing through. But that's why it looks like red. discoloured like that. Yeah, <laughs> but it looks discoloured because I guess yeah, it's, no, okay, okay. it's sitting there and it's and you're looking at it through the skin. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah. So I did it really bad then, and I don't think I've done it as bad this time. But I think I've just tweaked it again. Um, and yeah, so that's pretty rough. Um, I wasn't able to like drive back. I had to go my brother to drive back and stuff like that. Wow. Um, but it's definitely not like I've sat on it for a few days and it's definitely not as bad as it previously was, but it just kind of sucks. I might have to miss a week. I might have to miss a game. Oh my God. Um, Actually, I don't know if anybody knows this. Know. Is this, does any, because my host here, my co-host, my best pal is a left-hander. So yeah. first, first and foremost, this is, this is a call to fellow left-handers. But secondly, Tim, I've never thought about um, left-handed cars don't exist, do they? It's not a thing. Or left-footed cars. How's that feel? Racist. <laughs> yeah, and I grew up in a family having to use like the I use the mouse on my right hand. Oh, I found my out that a God. lot. Of le- I found out that a lot of left-handers like just use the mouse on their left hand, and I was just like, "That's that's so weird." I mean, I guess yeah. I just grew up doing it right-handed. But um, a, this is a right-hand world, Tim, and you are society, man. You are a victim. Yeah. In the system, <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I, didn't really, yeah. that. I just never thought because I was thinking um, like if my dominant foot was on the clutch and that was injured, it would just be different. So yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it's never really crossed my mind to be honest until you brought it up. <laughs> You're not going to be able to drive now. <laughs> um, you've kind of fucked my brain. You kind of twisted it. I'm um, sorry. Yeah, I've never actually thought about it, but yeah, you are kind of right. Everything is just 
the alt for the majority, which is being right-handed. But yeah, um, sorry, man. Or or right-footed because I am left-left. I'm left-handed and left-footed, so yeah, whole left side of my brain. Yeah, strong. Um, but yeah. Well, I'm going to try and not remember that. Sorry, yeah. So you've off. been injured, um, and have you been playing games? Yeah. Game brain. And I've been playing games. Yeah, yeah. So I've I've been a bit of a Sony pony this week, and I've basically just been playing Spider Man. Um, Let's go. He's been on my list for a long time, um, and I finally just got around to it. Super annoyed. My whole experience with the PS5 kind of fucking sucks right now. <laughs> um, but predictable. Whatever. Like what an Xbox thing it. to say. <laughs> No, it's just the whole way they do like upgrades to their games and how they deliver it and just like i mean in just in some cases they just don't give it to you they just don't give you an upgrade (laughs) like i genuinely don't have an option to purchase the upgrade of the original spider-man for ps4 because they enhanced it for ps5 i don't have an option to um to purchase that unless i buy a special edition of mars morales that will cost me like 60 quid or something like that there is no option for me to just drop 25 Mm. as an off as an off off the cuff price for that single product uh it has to come bundled and i think that's stupid i think it's so stupid um smart delivery yeah yeah um and just like the whole like saves and stuff because i wanted to get my save for the ps4 so because i got like 25 percent the way through and i wanted to use it on my ps5 well it turns out you have to like manually like upload the save to the cloud and yeah. obviously you're you're charged for your cloud saves as well um so i had to plug in my ps4 and i had to manually upload it and then i had to manually download it onto my ps5 and then i had to delete the cloud save from my ps5 because it kept reverting to the ps5 one and it wasn't recognizing the ps4 it was Jesus. just shit. It took me like it took me like an hour and a half. I didn't play it in the end that night. Uh, yeah, but anyway, the game's fucking fantastic. Now I actually sit down. It's with pretty it fire. And play yeah. it. <laughs> it's absolutely fantastic. Like I literally can't really say a bad thing about that game so far. Um, I haven't got bored with the combat yet. I know a lot of people, including you, found it a bit samey. Eventually, I, th- I think that's just um, me. To be honest, I don't know if that's a popular yeah. opinion. Um, but yeah. But I haven't experienced that so far. Um, and yeah, I think it's absolutely fantastic. Um, yeah, but that's game's fire, dude. I've been playing. Yeah, <laughs> it's really yeah. so good. Um, yeah. I imagine it's even nicer on PS5 because I only played it on my 4 however many years ago. Um, I mean, there's no real difference in terms of frame rate and stuff. I think it's just because I, I'm just i genuinely just playing a PS4 copy. I think the only thing that is Is it not running at 60? Load times. No, I don't think so. Oh, I don't. I'm pretty sure you. Those are specific enhancements. I don't think you just. It's like if you booted up a game that wasn't enhanced for Series X. It was just an Xbox One game. It wouldn't just some. It wouldn't just suddenly be 60 frames, would it? It would still be 30. No, I suppose not. It does like up-res it, so it probably is running a bit better. Yeah, it probably is running a bit better, and it definitely loads. It loads instantly, like yeah. that sort of stuff. But apart from that, I it's not really any different um but it's still a fantastic looking game and it still runs so well um even if it is running at 30 i'm not gonna lie i'm not really noticing it running at 30 i don't know if it's just the art style or the type of game it is but mm-hmm. um it seems pretty damn smooth to me i haven't had any hiccups or frame drops or anything but um it'll be interesting i mean anyone in the comments that knows um if you're listening to this feel free to correct me but yeah. i don't know i don't know but yeah Cool. Well, yeah, the important thing is that it plays well. Yeah, nice. Um, 
And I suppose, on my end, really, what have I, I mean, I've spent a bit of in and out of, of Halo, um, and I've been playing a lot of Cyberpunk, and, uh, you know, if you're following us on Twitter, you'll see I've made a couple of comments about it over the last, uh, maybe, week or so, because things have started to click. It's good. I might, I might have mentioned this just before the showcase, I can't remember, uh, but things just hmm. have just have like started to click, uh, maybe in the last, like, 10 hours of gameplay, Um and yeah, it's good. I'm having a good time. I'm having a good good time now. I just think that the start was just too slow, and it it didn't. It, uh, yeah, it just it didn't lean into what is what is making it good now. In that there's like long-standing characters and people with interesting backstories, and like you you know all the RPG systems open up, and you're like, oh, there's actually like a lot going on here. And even like the skill trees are very cool. Um, yeah. You know, and then because it, it goes even one step further, you know, it's not just a skill tree. You, obviously, that, that is all there, but then you have your like your cyberware as well, which is you know that additional layer of like finding the parts that you can install at Ripper Docks and and everything. And yeah, I just um, I'm having a really good time with it now. Um, so I'm, I'm I'm excited to play more because now that it's clicking, um, it's feeling very very good. So yeah, that that's kind of all I have to report on um, at the moment. Nice. I think we you know. We will be playing for, as of day of recording, which is today. Which is today. What's which the date? Twenty first. Twenty first. Full guys is coming out um, to Xbox uh, and Switch. I think today both. So we'll be, yeah, yeah. But I'm sure we'll be playing that today with our mates, so we'll be able to report on that next week. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I'm excited to give that a go. Um, free to play. Free to play now, isn't it? So. Yeah, it's gonna be a great laugh. I think. Yeah, um, that'll be fun. I think that's pretty much exactly what I'm gonna do when uh, when we finish recording this. When we wrap up, on yeah. some full guys. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Tim. Wow. So, mm. uh, so I guess by the way, I should signpost you all. If if you're here, you're back to you know the the regular scheduling. You know, you we've popped up on your Spotify. Maybe you don't come over to our YouTube channel so much. Firstly, of thank you secondly we did the showcase we did live you know reaction we did the whole youtube thing we did live reactions it was such a technical pain in the ass because we are just not set up for this however we made it work um you know some of the things in there aren't ideal nonetheless it is fun it's fun to watch if you're one of the people who likes watching reactions if you like watching people react to showcases and stuff definitely go and give it a watch we had a lot of fun making it um it's always it's one of my favorite times of the year watching stuff like this with with friends whether it's in person or online you know we, we were lucky enough to be in person at the time um mm-hmm. so firstly go there uh the other thing <laughs> when you're back now that you're back um the dust has settled him the dust has settled um you know there's a thick coating of dust because the industry moves so fast we're on to the next thing however i want to peel back our dust just a little bit and firstly look at the showcase underneath the dust and also look at the dust, you know. Okay, it's a very you want to fight cerebral fight energy. <laughs> you want to fight off all the dust bunnies, do you? Exactly. All right, let's do this. So I suppose, like, have you? So let's start with the dust. So, uh, what have you had? Like, any impressions or like spoken to anyone? Uh, you know about um, the the feed, the general vibe around the showcase. What's been your temperature on other people's temperature? Um, so uh, we we did a little bit of this right like after the showcase and the couple of days following it um but since like leading into like this week and um you know people sitting on it for a little while i haven't really looked at any more opinions um 
but for the ones that you know happened and we looked at like a day or two after the event happened um you know i got the feel that the general consensus was people thought it was it was good um i'm pretty sure everyone said it was good if not great um but nobody really said it was fantastic nobody really said it did anything like amazing for them um but just clarified a few things solidified a few things um and then obviously just gave us a few gut punches that essentially we're not getting anything in 2022 um (laughs) is is basically what's the consensus that i got from other from other people yeah, we're not getting much in 2022. <laughs> we're getting, yes. uh, we're getting, yeah, yeah. I mean, we'll go through it, I'm sure. But yeah, there's a couple things. Um, but speaking personally, I'm not going to play those couple of things. I don't think. Well, no, I'll play one of them, which is Dark Tide. Um, but and maybe as Dusk Falls, right? Yeah, I might play as Dusk Falls. That looked quite cool, actually. Um, but as cool as. Um, Pentiment looked and I respect it. What it is, I don't think it's a game I'm gonna play personally. No, yeah, I don't think so. Cool, yeah, no, I think that's fair. Um, yeah, I I guess, um, because uh, you know, there's been a lot of uh, like different interesting angles from what I've seen, and you know, um, I'm I'm doing my best to just run like (laughs) I'm, I'm gonna be making generalizations, but the so one of the first things I've seen is that this was a very good show if you're already a Games Pass subscriber. If you're already in the ecosystem, this was a pretty fantastic show because they basically just spend 90 minutes saying, for no additional cost, here's this, 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 this for the next 12 months. Um, Yeah. But the other side of that is if it, it, it didn't do much to maybe pull people into the ecosystem who weren't already interested. Yeah, you think true. that's fair? Plus every, I think plus everything that's coming to Games Pass that they were just like, here's this, 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 and this. Yeah, sure. But like I said, only a couple of them are actually coming this year. So if you're not a Games Pass subscriber, even right now, or not in the ecosystem, I could see a lot of people just cancelling for the next five months and then just coming back in 2023. Um, like, there's not that much. There's There's a bit, but there's a there's a couple drops here and there so it, yeah but it, it was nice to know that there's plenty coming like and you know there's all these articles going around just like games pass is slowing down and it's just like well it's not like there's so 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 much on there you possibly couldn't play it all in a lifetime if you wanted to there are so many games on there that are on my um list that i haven't even touched um but yeah i i, I would agree with you generally yeah but yes it, being a games pass boy um yeah every single thing in that show was coming games pass day one yeah and i suppose what they did and and this has been the case for the last few years of simply because they're they're still we were we i guess we, we were hoping we'd cross cross that threshold but they're still ramping up for like this this supposed you know one every quarter games output that they're talking about um and this actually links into one of the articles that came out from vgc uh, just like a couple of days before the the showcase, which uh, came from a spokesperson at Xbox. I don't know if I have a, a name. I don't have a name. Uh, but it's like I said, it was published at BGC. Uh, that said Xbox is on track or plans to release at least five first-party games in the next year, um, mm-hmm. which we didn't know at the time <laughs> was because, uh, you know, we weren't going to see Avowed and we weren't going to see Forza. So, you know, makes sense. 
Um, we're now talking mm-hmm. Starfield. We're now talking Redfall. We're now talking Forza. Uh, maybe about you know we'll we'll get around to that, and then you know maybe. something like maybe Contraband or who knows what what's next next year. But yeah, so um, because that has fallen to the wayside a little bit, the big focus has continued to be games pass right and it's just been like here's value for that if you're a subscriber or if like you really like the idea of a good subscription service buy our console they weren't like here's a technical showcase that you could only Mm. get here that wasn't really there as much as as much as starfield was maybe that for some people it wasn't um and we always knew it was going to be the case that it wasn't pushing things graphically it might be pushing things in terms of systems you know because we're very yeah. good at that but um considering we already knew about it you know it wasn't the big surprise you know graphic mind-blowing thing that maybe some people wanted so that's the other side of it you know that um there wasn't maybe a big sort of surprise i mean yeah i mean what do you think because some people have said that Kojima was maybe the surprise. It obviously just came as an announcement and it was leaked yeah. in advance. So it was kind of, that's the problem. Like leaks kind of, if we hadn't known about that, that'd have been pretty huge, right? So what do you think? Like in terms of surprises, how did the show, are we able to show? Uh, yeah. Yeah. As far as surprises go and that, that surprise factor. Um, yeah. It was kind of lacking to be honest. Um, uh, most of the stuff that we were hoping that we thought we'd see, we did see like, it wasn't really too much of a surprise there. Um, and a lot of the stuff we kind of would have liked to see, um, which I think would have actually ticked that box for us, didn't end up actually being there. Like for me, like we were talking about how we were just like, oh, we got to see Avowed and all that sort of stuff. But I think like we were saying that, but we kind of knew it would be a bit of a long shot if it was there anyway, like to an extent. Um, but I think that really would have, jump the show up a couple of notches in my eyes just seeing yeah. something like that or maybe seeing some a little bit more from like a little bit of fable maybe just just like a teaser a little bit more than what we got um maybe some state of decay um just kind of anything like that mm. um i think the show was kind of lacking in that regard yeah um, and, and don't get me yeah. yeah don't get me right it's not like it was a zero in that category it's just that you know yeah, we we kind right. of we kind of we came into it knowing we were going to see like Redfall gameplay and Starfield gameplay, and it's not that they weren't good. It's just that we came into the show knowing that that was the case. Yeah, I think that was absolutely going to happen. Yeah, right. And I think there were some Games Pass additions there that did that were like a you know were a shock, and like the Riot partnership was a shock, and the whole Diablo showing I think was maybe more in depth than people went. But so like I said, it's, it wasn't a zero, but it's like you know these things were just. Yeah, <laughs> neither here nor there. <laughs> yeah, yeah, agreed. Okay, yeah, I can agree with that. Yeah, and the Kojima thing was cool, but like he basically was just like, "Hi, I'm making a video bye. game." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, and it's just like we know we're not going to see that to like 2025, 2026. And like, yeah, excuse me for not being hyped. Like yeah. <laughs> that shit's like four plus years away. Like I don't know what like what you want from me um so yeah that wasn't very high at least for me but um 
yeah i guess it was still it was still fine but it's, it's an exciting announcement overall but i mean yeah it was literally because i mean playstation did the same thing like back in the ps4 gen they at one of the e3s they literally just had kojima turn up and they're like yeah I'm making a game uh yeah i see i'm gonna i like this game and then four years later you know death stranding popped out um yeah so yeah. you know it's not unprecedented and it's just i think it's it's more than the whole japanese thing right this is not now yeah. we've spoken about this in theory but you know now it's kind of draws a line in the sand of like oh like, you know if i can get the you know uh, kojima on board then you should don't doubt me you know don't fucking doubt yeah. me um, which kind of reminds me actually i think for a lot of people the whole like persona thing i think was quite a big surprise yeah. um whereas like it, again for, for us it's pretty cool like i'd put it at a decent hype scale but for like i was watching a lot of reactions to people and people were just like out of their chairs just like there's no way yeah <laughs> like persona's coming to like i think that was quite a big surprise factor for people actually um Definitely. so yeah yeah, definitely. That's a good point. I, I totally forgotten about that. So yeah, it, it was definitely weak on the on the on the surprise factor, um, and and then I, I guess the, the other big thing, the other big thing really that that's really coming to mind, it, it was just the Starfield showing at the end, and I think we'll come down to it because, like I said, I, I do want to go through the showcase kind of bit by bit. You know, we're, we're not going to do this like in an elaborate analysis, but I would just like to kind of mm. go through those things um, to to sort of think about it in retrospect now that we're kind of past the honeymoon. <laughs> um, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, so if we, I've got um, a list of things here. So firstly, we open with Redfall, um, which by the way, was not what any of us were expecting. Cause I've got our prediction paper here. You can hear it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> None of us were expecting Redfall uh, to open up. I, I, no, not to open up. Definitely not. Um, and I was kind of expecting like Forza or something like that. Forza Motorsport. Yeah, up, maybe. And I, su- I suppose maybe uh, Forza, and we will yeah, we'll come around to it. Forza was maybe the only thing in there that was like. I mean, I played Tail Looker, but Forza, in terms of an Xbox first party game, was the only thing in there that I think was like a big graphic showcase. I, I mean, it looked yeah. stunning, didn't it? Like Forza looked amazing. Yeah. Um, they always do, and I know people. People will be like, "Oh, it's just a car game." Okay, fine, but like, if you know, if you want to play List Wars, then like, this is it. This, you know, that's the graphic. Regardless, it looks like real life. So <laughs> yeah, <shut up>. exactly. <laughs> yeah, the car might drive out the TV and run you over if you. If you're not yeah. <laughs> um. So Redfall. Um. And so Redfall's been a bit of an interesting one because we've had some updates since the gameplay came out. Um. I. And if you've seen the showcase reaction, you know this. I'm fully aware at this point that my like anticipation for Redfall levels are like higher than 95% of the population. Um, yeah. And I don't know if that's just because it's my type of game or I just have a lot of faith in Arcane. I, like, I don't know what it is or if the game just tickles my, tickles my pickle or floats my boat. Uh, generally, I was, really, I was really happy with what we saw. Um, I thought it looked really good. I will say, though, that I do think they have always had a problem, whoever's fault this is, uh, showcasing Arcane's games. I think it's part of the reason Arcane games never do well uh, commercially because they they can never quite convey what makes... They're not good at first impressions. Yeah, they can never just sort of convey what makes an immersive sim... In, like, what makes yeah. that fun. You know, they, they, people are just like, oh, it's an ugly, clunky FPS. And it's like... 
that's not what this is. You know, it's like, it's like doom, but it's like Left for Dead. And that's been the big thing, hasn't it? It's been the big talking point of like Left for Dead. So I'll pass to you. So, so what, what, what were your kind of impressions of Redfall and like that whole <clears throat> conversation that's developed um, with comparisons for like Left for Dead? Um, yeah, I mean, I thought my overall impressions on Redfall were very good. I think they were just as good as I, I'm looking on it, looking at it just as fondly as you are, I think. Because um, it is right up our alley in terms of what kind of game it is. Um, but then, like, I have to admit, I, I do agree with the way they show their games. It is, it's it's not great because, like, as people, as, like, dev interviews happened and people talked about this game and learned more about it after the show, the game actually started to sound a lot different to even what we were expecting, right? Like, the, like things started to come out and people were just like, it's actually kind of like more of an immersive sim arcane game than it is a co-op looter co-op shooter. Like that. yeah. But, <laughs> that's right. Yeah, but you can kind of play it like that, you know, but like, and like, that's not at all what we're expecting and not at all the vibe it sort of gave off. Yep. But then, you know, this sort of stuff started surfacing later and there, there definitely is an issue with the way they they conveyed their, their title if, if, if that's happening. I mean, because... Yeah, we kind of just saw it as that sort of next kind of, I guess, a sort of wackier take on like a or a different spin on like a Borderlands series, like we were saying, like lots of loot, you know, cool, cool world and drop in, drop out co-op, um, which it does have all of those. Don't get me wrong, but um, yeah, it just kind of. Yeah, it kind of shocked me even to what it ended up being, but not in a bad way because I do really like um, arcane games and what they are. Like, I'm a big, I haven't played through the Dishonored games, but I have, you know, I've watched playthroughs of them. I know them and I have played them, just not to completion. So I know they're fantastic games. Prey was fantastic as well. Um, so, yeah, I'm just really looking forward to, I'm, I think I'm a little bit biased towards arcane as well. I think there is a little bit of that. Um, but the game just looked good, man. Like, yeah. Um, I just thought it looked like fun. I didn't think it was like trying to take itself like too seriously. Um, and I think that's just kind of what they're going for is like you can play it like a classic arcane game, and you can also just jump in and just mm. shoot stuff with your mates and have fun with your mates and stuff. Um, and they're trying new systems in in that regard. Um, and I'm completely into it. Yeah, and, and I think, you know, you can really tell. And I think this is going to be... Uh, and I, I don't know where to pin the blame for this. Maybe it's the marketing or maybe it's just the type of game it is and it's just bad luck. But I, I think this is going to continue to be the narrative up until launch unless they really heavily pivot on the marketing. Um, yeah. And, you know, because I, you can... you can There's a little bit of course correction going on on Twitter at the moment. They've got, like, daily or, like, weekly blog posts going up explaining, like, a little bit more about the world and a little bit of, like, you know, dev... Um, talk uh you know just just a short like you know couple of paragraphs and you know the one that came out the other day was like oh you know doubling down on like this is like this is a classic arcane game that you can play solo but we've made it so you your friends can hop in and out if you want and of course you lose like the atmosphere and the simminess a little bit when your friends drop you know hop in uh like of course but we want that to be there because we want to see how all of these elements interact when your friends come in. Um, and, you know, we've designed the, the skill trees and the weapon trees, et cetera, et cetera. So all like interlink and in the way that you would, you would want a single player immersive sim to, to work as well. So mm. I think there definitely is a feeling that 
that was the way that the public was um, perceiving kind of the, the the gameplay a little bit. So, you know, we'll see how it turns out. And I suppose the the addendum to all of this was the fact that in the interviews following with IGN, they then went on the record, which like makes it double as bad for people who did think that this is like a Borderlands type game. But I can understand the negative tilt to it was that they uh, was it Harvey Smith? Yeah, Harvey Smith, who's the, who's the director, said that. Um, story progression wouldn't carry like it's tied to the host mm-hmm. um you know you bring all your progress your, your skill progression and your weapon progression and your every, everything else you know the key your character comes with you but the story doesn't and they also said that there's no plans yeah. to to respec at the moment and i should say actually the way that he phrased both these things was that there are no current plans so i, yeah. I imagine that's open to flexing but yeah, see how the dust settles, yeah. Exactly. So and that caused a bit of a stir up as well, because of course people were going into it like, oh well this is a this is like a back for blood. And and if you think back for blood actually did work like that, if you remember, because you know they had that like system where you had to like if you went to a certain chapter and you wanted to go back, you have to join the person who originally hosted that. Do you, do you remember what I'm talking about? It was, yeah. It was yeah. the same thing. And I do remember it being a little bit annoying sometimes. Um, like, it's not a perfect system. And I do see a negative with it as yep. well. Like, I'm not completely outraged by it. But, um, yeah, like, we had some issues with that in Back for Blood. Um, and it's it's got a similar it's one of the things we didn't like about state of decay when we were like shitting on their co-op as well. I know it doesn't quite have like, it's not as bad. It's not like tethered and all that kind of stuff. I hope. Uh, but state of decay was the same thing. Like you could drop, I could drop into your world and we can make so much progress. We could like make so many settlements, do all this and clean up the world. And then if you're not on, I I'm still at the beginning of the game, you know? Yeah. Um, and it's, it, it, it's a little bit annoying. Um, and I'm not a massive fan of it. It's not a deal breaker for me, but yeah, and I think that was yeah, yeah. And yeah. no, I think that's definitely fair. Um, I I guess because I, I said this uh, was like I, I think this sort of system works best for someone who wants to play co-op and solo. Um, yeah, you know, because if you and so I understand if if you're if you're wanting to go into this playing purely co-op. Um, you know, with a different, like maybe a rotating door of friends, then like, yeah, that's going to be a pain in the ass because, you know, if two of you have got to mission three and now there's two other people coming on and they're only at mission two and then, you know, one other person comes on there on mission five, you know, that starts to get tricky. Um, but as I said to you, like usually how these things work, at least how we do it, is that usually you just go to the person's like world who's the furthest behind. And if you're carrying characters through, that's that's I guess the distinguishment between this and something like State of Decay, where there's a lot of like character progression. Whereas like you could like pitch shit, pick shit up in State of Decay, but like it's not as direct or you know like visceral. Like you don't get points to take with you and etc. Cetera, etc. Cetera. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah. yeah, but yeah, I'm totally with you. Like there there are pros and cons to this. Like there's no way I'm gonna go through a system like that and be like, oh well, this was perfect. There are gonna be times where I just wish I could pick up from where someone else left off or vice versa. Yeah. Agreed. So that was Redfall. Um, obviously, it's one of the bigger talking points. Um, I'm still... I'm very interested to hear more about it because I think there's a lot of stuff in there that, that wasn't quite being spoken about. Um, so, and, and I really do trust Arcane. If you remember the whole lead-up to Deathloop, there was like six months of marketing and everyone was like, what is this? 
Like, what is this yeah. game? <laughs> and then it came out as Game of the Year. Like, you know, so loads of outlets, you know, Game of the Year contender at Achilles. So, yeah, I, I trust that what they're doing. I mean, they haven't made a bad game, so it'd be unlucky if this was their bad game. That would, that um, would be so irritating. But, Can you imagine? Yeah, but, you know, records show they make, you know, next to perfect games. So, yeah, I trust them. Yeah, great. Uh, then we had Hollow Knight Silk Song next. Just bit of gameplay. No release date. Day one of games yeah, pass. Yeah, it was it was cool, but it was just like this one was so weird to me because like and, and and I feel again watching reactions and listening to people as well, like it was like really hype, and then they were just like, Oh wow, still still no release date. Not even a year. <laughs> like, that's yeah. <laughs> they didn't even give her like a release year, yeah. And it's just like it's kind of cool, right? But then it's just like it's just still floating in the ether. You just don't know when you're going to get your hands on it. It's just, but it's nice to know. Yeah. It's day one games pass. Um, I think the speculation might be um, that it's going to get a release date at a Nintendo, an upcoming Nintendo showcase at the end of the month. Oh, okay. All right. Um, That makes sense. Yeah. Which would make sense. Obviously Nintendo have have said, nope, we want the release date. Yep. Fine. You can show it off of the game for games pass but um no we, we want the release date so um yeah because it just doesn't make sense to show gameplay and then not even have a year like they must have there must have been stipulation yeah, yeah. that said you can't say anything about a time or a date or a, or a second you know nothing i mean i'd like to imagine that game should be this year in my eyes like i don't see any it reason why it should be still be six plus months away god like, i hope so but um but yeah it seems it seems like it could release this year based on yeah. what we saw but which would be another big get for the back half of 2022 um because yeah, yeah for sure because I mean, it's not like those games are like full price anyway i mean it, it, it's they, they, they set you back like 15 20 quid don't they well this um, one might be more but still i don't know, I don't know if it could be yeah it could be it could be um yeah i mean Okay, that's fine. Let's keep trucking through. Um, so, I mean, that was a nice surprise. I thought that was that was really hype. Good start. And then they, you know, even... I think this is a game that was funny for you because I think for both of us a little bit, but for you more so, uh, was High on Life from the creators of Brick and Morty at Squanch Studios releasing mm. day one on Games Pass in October 2022. Yeah. Every time, <laughs> every time I look at this game and read more about it or like listen to like devs talk about it um or yeah watch like the the same trailer or different trailers or whatever i get more and more impressed by this game like i genuinely think this game looks looks pretty damn fun and i'm actually quite looking forward to playing it um but when i first saw it on the show i i think my reaction was a bit like underwhelmed i was literally just like like what is this i was like is this like like a joke game like i didn't even know these guys were like a studio or anything like that i know they've made like you told me they made like a vr game or something that gets completely flown over my head didn't know it existed yeah um and i was like oh no this is actually like a proper thing like this is like a proper legit um like fully fleshed out game um and uh and then I, i realized yeah you were like uh sort of like a intergalactic like sort of bounty yeah, hunter or yeah. assassin yeah you're taking out like alien leaders that you've got to save the guns and... the gatlians <laughs> like the guns yeah. are the people you're saving and that's a race like it's just so crazy yeah. 
it's just so weird um and it and it looks great like its style uh i, I think there are a few i noticed like quite a few fr- frame drops looking back at it and stuff like that but like mm-hmm. it's graphic and art style just looks really really nice um yeah i'm actually really looking forward to this game this game has uh climbed up in my expectations post show um rather than than live definitely yeah yeah i agree i'm, I'm on that camp as well um and, and like everyone that, that i think like because this is one that you'd, you'd think gets a bit of a mixed reception but like everywhere i've listened to uh, i like tried to get the temperature on um has been really really happy with with that announcement and like really excited for it um and supposedly yeah. even weirder high on life and the quarry that, that recent you know horror game were supposedly cloud games made to be made exclusively for the stadia back in day back when that was a thing oh, wow. that funny old little misstep <laughs> misadventure God. yeah um we don't talk about that so xbox just nicked that um yeah and you know so we can assume with a lot of these as well as we go forward because it is it is a bit unclear but we can assume they're, they're doing the whole timed exclusive but day one on game pass you know they usually do it for like three months or yeah. something, don't they um yeah so that's probably the case then they spoke about Riot Games. Riot Games came on and said, well, if you have Game Pass on PC, you can have League of Legends with with everyone, plus Wild Rift, which I think is like a slightly different version of the game. It's like a simplified one, yeah. I think. Yeah. Uh, for like mobile, maybe. Um, all Agents in Valorant. Uh, select a little Legends in Teamfight Tactics. Um, and, a def- and a foundation set unlocked in Legends of Runeterra. So it's across like, you know, five of the biggest Riot games, five of the biggest games full stop on PC, um, you know, like thousands of pounds worth of, of content. Um, mm-hmm. A big announcement. Like, it affects yeah. us very little because we are not at console um, gamers, but I don't lose anything from this being added, you know. And uh, no, yeah. one of the things we said in our, in our reaction is that we can only hope that something like this comes over to console one day. Like if they're, if they're fostering that relationship, we can only hope that one day Phil is like, you know, can you get working on getting Valorant over? Because having that exclusive on, on my console would be pretty big. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I think that's what I was most excited about. Like, I know it's really cool and it's a big deal to a lot of people, but personally, yeah, I was just, I was just happy that this relationship is just being formed. Um, and yeah, potentially getting some of these games over onto console. Um, I mean, Val- um, Valorant, I've said many times, is a game I would really, really, really like to play. Um, I think it's right up our alley um, and our gaming friends and stuff like that. I feel like it's a game we'd all really love um, and we'd play a lot. So yeah, yeah, just fingers crossed that maybe maybe one day that happens. You know, I think that might be quite a way off, but you never know. It's one step closer, and you know, Riot Games have had their problems, you know, with with the studio, with you know, allegations of this and that, which is you know damn shame. However, they, you know, they're a bit like Blizzard in that sense. Um, they make bloody good games, I don't know. Um, yeah, they do. And you know, it, it reminds me of that uh, that Project L fighting game that they showed a while back. Do you remember that? Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, I don't think I do. No, it was like. They when was about six months ago now. Uh, they showed off gameplay. They haven't named it yet, but I, I think it's a fighting game in the League, League of Legends universe. Uh, just Project L at the moment, but it's very much the same art style as like Arcane, as the you know the TV show that they did for Netflix. Uh, this very yeah, cool, yeah. like stylized. Um, anyway, it looked amazing. Everyone at the time was like, "This looks fantastic," and it, that 
if this is a relationship that's being blossomed, you know, it, it makes me think. Like that's a con- fighting games are console games, right? Am I am I selling yeah, thinking? Yeah. Okay, yeah. They're more they're more console based. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Project L on Games Pass. Yeah. Don't have maybe, an L and get Project L. Yeah. Yeah, considering uh, Xbox are looking to get their feet in the fighting market a little bit more as well. Um, even though Street Fighter is somehow coming to our console. But yeah, um, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened there. <laughs> yeah, I, don't know. Um, I think they're still kind of looking to get um, get their feet in the fighting zone. Um, yeah. If I, their instinct's not happening anytime soon. So if, if, this, if this Riot partnership doesn't fizzle out and it's still going a year from now, I would be reasonably confident that that fighting game ends up coming to games pass um i yeah. mean i can't say day one but you know um may, but maybe though that would be like like you said i totally forgot about that you know connecting the dots um you know trying to really secure that fighting audience <laughs> you're safe here <laughs> this is a safe space for fighting game fans you'll yeah. be fine yeah. um yeah Cool. Then we had a Plague's Tale Requiem. Looked very nice. There were some very cool trend uh, transitions in that trailer. Day one on Games Pass looked great. We'll be playing that. Yeah. Yeah, it we does. Had looks awesome. Forza Motorsport. Sorry, so I'm just going to reel through them, so stop me if there's anything you want to jump in yeah. and say. Um, sure. Forza Motorsport, like we said, looked like real life. Looked very good. Not for us, probably. Might do a couple of races in, you know, because it's on Games Pass, but that was spring 2023. We very much we were all expecting this 2022, so I'm triple fucked now on yeah. Fantasy Critic, <laughs> Redfall, Starfield. Oh, you had that and Forza before it was announced. I was I that confident. I was like, it's got to be, it's got to be 2022. Ah, uh, I didn't realize you had Forza as well. So Yikes, fucked. Dude. Although I did have the Last of Us remake and <laughs> got that one. So yeah, that's pretty good. Easy yeah. 95. <laughs> <laughs> true <laughs> you're not wrong um then we had microsoft flight sim um and you know they had they just did i i think they just had the the pelican at the sh- at the main showcase and then at the extended they had the additional thing with with paris is that right does that sound i right? think so they just showed I up the pelican so, yeah 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 um i, I don't know why this was like I was. You can watch this on the reaction. This was like really hype. I don't know why, because I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna do that. But it was just it so was exciting. Just kind of cool. Yeah, it was, wasn't it? <laughs> there was just. I don't know. There was just. Like, it was just a bit of a spectacle. Yeah, I'm never gonna play it. Yeah. But like. I don't know. I just quite liked it. It was a bit weird, wasn't it? Yeah. I don't know. I like it when games cross over. I don't know. I think it's cool. Yeah. The Xbox metaverse. Uh. Then we got to have a look at Overwatch 2. Uh, I just thought this was a really cool trailer. I thought it was really nice. We saw the new uh, hero. Um, and then they said yeah. they're going early access to release on October the 4th. I had clearly misunderstood this because I thought this was like a beta. Nope, this is like full release. It's early yeah. access in the same way that Halo came out. When Halo came out. Mm-hmm. But like they're releasing it with a battle pass. Yeah. Um, so so far they've announced that we've seen two of the heroes now they've got a third one to show off um, for release I think there's a number of maps um, and I, I sent you the graphic over didn't I for Overwatch 2 um, yeah. which had like you know just yeah. the list of things that were on it I think yeah I think it was like 13 heroes on launch total yeah I think 
Well, there was, there's more than that in base Overwatch. But was it... I don't know. It was something like that. Maybe it was like... I don't know. Yeah, I know there's three new ones. There's three new ones, And yeah. they've announced two. But they're keeping all the ones from the previous game. So. I... I think so, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. All of them. And I've got to say, I was... I was like pleasantly i mean i wasn't blown away but i was pleasantly surprised with the amount that's coming day one there was quite a few new modes there was like maybe five new maps as well but there there was a good chunk you know a battle pass i think that's a nice system it's had an engine overhaul there's a uh, like i said they're taking away loot boxes now it's just like this battle pass system and i think that serves um overwatch really well to be honest with you yeah um and i think the smartest decision they ever made was the big free to play free to play it was absolutely needed um the game was getting some pretty bad press i think um when it came out and people were expecting to pay money for it um and like you said it's a decent chunk of content like is it a crazy amount no is it like a minuscule amount no it's like a decent like middle ground um and it's free to play yeah. So I'm pretty happy about it, you know. I was actually I was actually pleasantly surprised. I had a big smile on my face. So Yeah. And I'll I'll be playing this day one, to be honest with you. I'm I'm excited yeah. to play Overwatch again. Hundred um, percent. And I think they probably know that there's a lot of people who fell off, you know, maybe halfway through the life cycle of Overwatch and therefore, you know, there are still quite a lot of heroes that people aren't that familiar with. There's a lot of balancing changes as well, you know. There's lots of nitty gritty like that. Um which I think, you know, it, it's on the lower end of 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 satisfactory you know um and we spoke about this on previous episodes like if there had been less than this i'd be going uh, uh, i'd probably still give it a go because it's free like you said but um yeah it's enough to make me like excited and i think that's the important thing yes Uh, okay right so next up we had a cgi trailer um Ooh. We had a CGI trailer for Ara, History Untold, um, releasing soon. <laughs> Day one on Games Fest. Um, this was one of those things. I think this was Project Indus, which we've spoken about before. That has been that, that was like leaked in advance. It's like a four X strategy game. You know, if you if you remember the trailer, it was very like it had this very Age of Mythology vibe. Um, where you go through time periods, mm. but it was like quite fictional in the sense that there were like Egyptian civilizations with drones flying around. You know, I think it's this, it seems to be this quite cool alternate history kind of vibe to it, which I did quite like. Um, but obviously, we didn't really see the, there were some gameplay screenshots on their website, but, um, you know, strategy games are strategy games. I think yeah. that's great. The only way I see that genre growing, and this might sound weird. Is by having a proper push on console. I think there's a space for strategy games on console. You know, it's laid back. Mm-hmm. You're sitting on the couch. Like, who wants to be hunched over the desk playing a strategy game? No, no. one. No, no one. Maybe the stream. I think it's just like the whole. I guess it's like there's a lot of keys and stuff like that, or key bindings. But then exactly. I, I guess if they if they've managed to get MMOs and stuff like that onto console, then you can get strategy games onto console those have just as much if not more so i've just had a brilliant idea oh my god i've just had a brilliant idea tim i think it's like a keyboard into a (laughs) controller yeah pretty much 
But I mean, they've, they've <laughs> like they've got like a chat pad, haven't they? But it's not quite. It's it's just a chat pad. So I reckon if they just made like like a controller expansion that you could just jam into the bottom, like let's say it just has six keys, and then and that way it gives these all these PC devs flexibility to make controls for it because it's not mm. fast paced you can afford for buttons to be out the way a little bit yeah i guess so that could that could work right is that, does that sound stupid am i missing like a really obvious limitation here um no it doesn't sound stupid um yeah i mean i could see it potentially working especially like you said it's not like you need to do any like fast paced decision making it's not an fps like you know you can like you said you can afford for buttons to be a little bit out of the way I mean, potentially, yeah, depending on how it's designed, like ergonomically. Yeah, I guess the only the only thing is you might get a bit of bad optics and a bit of bad PR for selling an attachment. Like, do you make that a requirement for these PC strategy games? Or yeah, that's yeah, true. Um, but if it's cheap, yeah, I don't know. I think something like that could work. Anyway, point being. But if there is an intention, which there does clearly seem to be, to put these strategy games on console second, how are they going to go about that? Is it because there's so much difficulty with, you know, making the controls? Or is it just because they're building for PC first? You know, we've spoken about this before, but, you know, PC and console really need to be a parity with this stuff. Um, And I think if they need to introduce a periphery to do that, I think that would be a really good idea because... You know, that could get people into these sorts of games on console. Anyway, whatever. Mm. Just saying. Yeah. Credit me if you take that idea. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah. That's it. Got a lawsuit on our hands. Yeah. I'm turning into a megalomaniac on the spot. Elder Scrolls Online, Tim. And Fallout 76. I'm a bit bored of these segments. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah. Just little expansions. I don't think we need this that... every year. <laughs> refuse to die yeah <laughs> not refuse to die but they don't they don't exactly that sounds harsh they don't need the spotlight i don't think yeah i don't know oh, yeah no you are right but then i think of i don't know something about those games just never excites me because then i, I like i look at the sea of thieves train i'm like that was such a cute trailer do you know what i mean yeah like i don't know i don't know maybe they just need to do like a like a Instead of just being like, oh, it's the 16th Gate of Oblivion, you know, expansion, and then just showing a little bit of gameplay of, like, a wood elf smacking a crab. <laughs> like, it maybe just needs to be more than that. I don't know. Just, I don't know, because, like, Pete Hines came out and did the exact same segment last year. It was exactly the same. He came out and he was like, yeah. oh, well, you do this. and I don't know. I don't know. I just don't find them. They're never, like, the trailers no not really yeah they're always they're in-game trailers and let's be honest bethesda games generally don't have the nicest animations and like work for in-game trailers let alone ones that are mmos and have even less work on the animations and graphics um so yeah they always kind of just fall a little bit flat the environments are always very nice but everything going on in the trailer, action-wise, tends to fall a little bit flat. Yeah, I guess that's the downside to having a like a gameplay-focused showcase, right? 
Um, yeah. yeah, it's tricky. You know, I, I reckon you know there's there'll be some there'll be a lot of people out there who'll be very happy that there was an update on those things, and maybe that is enough to pull them back in. Because, like I said, I thought the Sea of Thieves trailer was really cute, and a lot of people probably thought, "Wow, what a waste of my fucking time!" <laughs> and like the Grounded trailer as well. You know, there was Grounded as well, release 1.0, and we get updates on these four games like yearly. Um, so I guess maybe just execution is a thing, but as as Xbox gets more and more games as a service, I think they need to think about how they do this to keep the show exciting. I mean, because the only thing they didn't show is Halo, right? Funnily enough. <laughs> that was the only serv- other service game yeah. that they didn't really show anything about because Forza was there as well. Anyway, um, yeah. But, so that was yeah. next. Forza Horizon 5. What, did you think that was... Uh, that looked fun, Tim? Did that was look fun? I think that looked really fun the the the, the hot wheels thing wasn't it um yeah that i was genuinely like i could i could come back and play this i could like, go some hot wheels <laughs> it, it, it looked just so wacky and like fast paced and just like a little bit of a like different vibe than forza more arcade tends to go for yeah more arcade and a bit more um yeah, just 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 a bit more wacky and a bit more fun. Um, not saying the game isn't fun, but like, um, but yeah, no, yeah. I thought this looked fucking great. Like, I didn't have a bad thing. I can't. I don't have a bad thing to say about this. Um, I don't even play the game, and it's making me want to come back to it. Um, yeah. So I think people who do play it will be quite excited. July nineteenth. Yeah, that's something I could legit open up with, like you or some friends, and just you know race around in, and then we could be like, okay, we're done. Rather than like kind of endlessly driving around Mexico, I think yeah, I think it's some of this thing. Uh, these sorts of expansions are very, uh, very good like that. And I saw as well. You'll be happy to know they put up a tweet today saying that part as part of the Hot Wheels, there's going to be water slide tracks. Whoa, that's awesome, isn't it? <laughs> Seriously, why didn't they show that off? I don't know. Yeah, it's it's what that and that's like what (laughs) this is the moment Forza Tech has been waiting for, you know, the engine (laughs) to have like water slides and like slippery mechanics going down a Hot Wheels ramp. Like that sounds perfect. That does sound absolutely great. I'm in. I'm in. Speaking of in Vin Diesel. In Arc actually not bad. Thanks, I improvise that. Uh, Arc 2 got another gameplay trailer. Uh, no, day one didn't. games pass. Did I say gameplay? I mean, sorry, I meant CGI. Yeah, it didn't get a game. It got these. It got the same trailer, <laughs> pretty much, like yeah. a year later, yeah. and nobody still knows what it is. Arc two, and then that's that. Arc two, Arc two. The only thing we learned, the only thing we learned, was it's day one and games pass. That's it. We yeah. learned nothing more about the game. Yeah, I don't understand i don't understand there was someone who i don't can't remember who it was there was someone i listened to who said that they've heard behind the scenes that that game's actually shaping up like really well i i don't oh, okay i don't know if i believe it because wildcard the developers of arc you know that you know they're, they're ambitious you know they've got big big plans <laughs> big ideas yeah but you know this is nice you know the execution is uh, it's not it's not Jank. it's not yeah it, um, it's not always there is it you know it's, it's a bit hit and miss um, because that game yeah. ran like a bag of potatoes on my Xbox One X uh, <laughs> it runs fine now you know but it took like two generations to get there <laughs> yeah I think people were probably having the same issue trying to get it to run on their PCs too yeah um, 
I don't think it was the uh, the most robustly built game. Yeah. Um, say the least. I don't know. It just strikes me. I don't know. I like. Is Arc Two a single player game? Is it a co-op game? Is it just Arc One but like a new one? Like, I don't know. But me I don't either, man. Don't look at me. Does anybody give a shit about like an Arc Two single player game? No. I don't think they would. I don't give a shit about Arc Two. <laughs> I don't know. I kind of could. It just depends what it is. I don't know, man. Whatever. Vin Diesel, <laughs> eat your heart out. Scorn. Gross. They, uh. They this game sh- makes me queasy every time <laughs> I see it. It looks great. It looks fucking fantastic. And I think, well, maybe not fantastic, but it looks good. I think it might be a bit of a sleeper hit. Yeah. But it's I'm, fucking disgusting. I'm vibing with this game quite a lot, but there's something about it which is like, setting off my, my spidey sense, you know, that I'm like, it's not going to work. Game's not going to work. <laughs> Life's just not going to work. It's yeah. going to be so glitchy. I don't know what it is. I think it's just I the gameplay looks mean. really scripted, like really heavily scripted. And so it's yeah. like, what are you not showing me, guys? <laughs> yeah. I kind of know what you mean. But I'm really... I've got a similar sort of sense. But yeah, I'm really, really vibing with the atmosphere. It's it's very unique and it's like, you know, it's like that whole body horror, HR HR Geiger stuff. And it's... At one point... Oh, there was a penis? No, it wasn't a penis. (laughs) It was an umbilical cord, for fuck's sake. I think it's debatable, but you know, that's fine. What? You just thought he had like a fucking like (laughs) 10 foot penis bending off the screen. (laughs) Look, it's an alien world. There was (laughs) something going on. Anyway, so Flintlock the Seashore Diary. This looks sick. (laughs) Yeah, it does. It does look really good. This was the one with the little pet. Yeah, the uh, ferret, spectral ferret. The little, yeah, yeah, the little triangle teleporting spectral ferret. Yeah, (laughs) spectral ferret, dude. Um, yeah, this looked really good, and it, it turns out we had heard of this before. I don't know if we had seen gameplay, um, but mm. day one on Games Pass, released in 2023. Um, yeah, this is yeah. this looked really good. I don't know what else to say. Yeah, it's looks... very very interesting, and yeah, really good. Yeah, this game looks kind of fire. Um, I I completely agree with you. Um, I'm kind of excited to see more of it and play it. Speaking of fire, yeah. Um. When come on, you got this. When you, put, when you put coal in a furnace, you get fire. And um, what games do you put coal in furnaces? Minecraft. Uh, <laughs> Minecraft. Arctic. Minecraft. <laughs> yeah, Minecraft Legends. Um, this was a funny one, wasn't it? It's so funny. It's so funny because at the beginning of the show, and they've done a great job at the beginning of the show. You know, like we're really focusing on gameplay, and we're all like, "Yeah, that's great. Thanks." Um, and then Minecraft Legends comes in with a two-minute-long CGI trailer, and in the last three point two seconds, done. <laughs> three frames of gameplay. That's yeah. it. I think I think it's an RTS. Everyone was just like, "Yeah." I still don't know. So, because yeah. I think we spoke about this in person the day before. Or maybe we didn't actually. Maybe I didn't tell you to keep it a surprise. But I, I had heard um, that there was a Minecraft Minecraft RTS being announced. Um, mm-hmm. but it turns out it's not really an RTS. You know, they called it an action strategy game. You know, it kind of looks. Yeah, 
I, I don't even know how to describe it. I mean, yeah, it's got action elements and building elements and strategy elements by the looks of it. Um, it looked a bit weird, gotta say. It had like a hmm. a cool different art style. Yeah, it had a cool cell shading like kind of effect, which I was vibing with, but something still looked a bit off with it. It looked like everyone just had like a black sharpie outline to their characters. Yeah, right. Something it, it didn't look ready essentially, and you know it's. 2023 day one on games pass because of course it is um i'll keep my eyes peeled it's probably gonna be a co-op game um mojang are generally like make decent games but even though they do their own fucking thing um yeah won't be exclusive though will it probably not for whatever reason we bought mojang and we tell them to build games for everyone else It's a bit weird, isn't it? I don't know. It's just a bit weird. It's a little bit weird. I was thinking about this the other day. And, 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 I, yeah, and you know, everybody, you know, the pros and cons of this are well trodden, so I don't need to go over this again. And I'm probably going to contradict myself in some way here. But like, I was watching Disney Plus. Thank you, by the way, Tim, for letting me use your Disney Plus. Um, oh, yeah, you're welcome. It's all right. I, I finished off Mandalorian, right? Season two. By the way, season two was so much better than the first. Oh, yeah, I'm about to start season two, actually, this weekend. So no spoilers, great. Season two was a lot better than the first. I thought the first was, like, good. Good, yeah. good. Second was, like, wow, this was actually pretty fantastic. Season, season yeah. two was, like, a nine. Okay. Anyway. Nice. Wow. I was watching that, and then I finished that, and then guess what pops up afterwards? Oh, we recommend Miss Marvel. Uh, we recommend... We recommend Loki. Point I'm making here is Tim. Marvel have some of the biggest IP on the planet. Do you know where you find them? Disney. Disney Plus. So why <laughs> Where are you going with this? <laughs> My point is like I, I because the argument is that Minecraft is kept multiplat because it's like it's its own platform and you know they sell toys and there's so much upsell. Disney Plus doesn't give a shit. They're like, well, you will I'll know what Marvel is because it's so prolific. Like, it doesn't matter if you're subscribed or not, you're still gonna buy Marvel games, Marvel merch, Marvel body pillows, you're gonna buy all of it. I don't know. It just made me think like this is, I mean, you know, maybe you could argue games are different. Maybe you could argue Minecraft is different. I don't know. It just really made me think, like, Disney Plus doesn't seem to ha- have that much of an issue with locking down very prolific IPs to their single service. Peace. No. I think I see what you mean. You went off on a bit of a tangent there, but yeah. <laughs> Basically, why doesn't why doesn't Xbox lock down Minecraft? Essentially? Yes. Like, and I'm sure the, the, I the only wrinkle to that argument I can see is that sometimes Marvel put their films in cinemas, which they like don't always. They put all of their films in cinemas. Not always. There was that yeah, one they time they didn't, wasn't there? Mm. Oh, what Black Widow? That's the one. Yeah, Black Widow. Yeah, and they ended up like going up in a lawsuit. So I don't think they'll ever <laughs> be doing that again. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's just it's just series that they release on that. Movies always going into the cinema first. Don't know, man. It's just sus. To Apart me. from that one that got Ugh. sued, so yeah, maybe it, they won't be doing that. 
Well, it's just like, you know, considering you're playing Spider-Man right now on PS5 because you don't have a choice. It's only just coming to PC by the end of the month or end of the year, whatever. You know, mm-hmm. IP is, uh, Spider-Man is like a bigger IP than Minecraft, I think. Maybe I'm wrong. I, they're probably like a, on similar footing yeah, in brand recognition. I don't know. Do people, I mean, whatever, maybe it's more complicated because Spider-Man has movies and it's not just a game, but whatever, I'm done with this topic. You see my point? I'm right. Let's move on. I do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. All right, let's move on. <laughs> Lightyear Frontier. Uh, sorry, Titanfall 3. Um, releasing spring 2023, day one on Games Pass. <laughs> oh, was this my joke? I, I said it was Titanfall 3 on the stream, didn't I? You did, yeah. You even want to not take my jokes. <laughs> sorry, well, I won't do it again. I won't do it again. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was like a Stardew Valley kind of co-op kind of in a mech uh, on a it looks fun alien planet it does look fun it looked really cute I, thought, I was yeah. actually vibing with it yeah. I thought it looked pretty cute yeah I was vibing with it as well day one games pass October huge 2022 big year I don't think you need to keep saying day one. everything is day one games pass that's not yeah. true Diablo is not Overwatch isn't okay <laughs> not yet anyway hey <laughs> not yet He's right again. But there was a lot of confusion about it. I mean, yeah, we'll, it we'll get to Diablo, won't we? But yeah, there was a lot of confusion about Diablo and how that was phrased. But yeah. yeah. Um, okay. The last case of Benedict Foxim. Uh, this is probably hey, you one of... Gunfire Reborn. Oh my fucking... I'm so sorry. Gunfire Reborn, That's everyone. a game we're actually going to play as well. Yep. It's cool. Yep, yep. I'm, I'm so sorry. Gunfire Reborn. Apparently already out on PC, right? Four player, first person shooter, co-op, animal, furry game. Gets announced. Roguelike, apparently. Roguelike, apparently. October 2022. There's quite a few in October. There's a lot of shit going on in October. Day one, Games Pass. Mm-hmm. Day two, Games Pass. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> Whoa. Uh, yeah, this looked cool, didn't it? And it's cool little mincy art style. Um, I, I'm interested in the premise. I know nothing about it. I'll have to watch some gameplay online, actually. Um, just to get an idea. Mm. I've heard it's pretty well received. I heard people gen- uh, generally quite like it. Yeah, I don't think anyone's just like, oh, game of the year, but like people, people like it. I'm getting a what's that game called? I am a dwarf and I'm digging a... uh, Deep Rock Galactic. Uh, Deep Rock Galactic. What's one? It's weird that you remember it with a song like Diggy that. Diggy hole. <laughs> Diggy hole. Um... Yeah, I hope you don't do that at work. <laughs> you need to remember something. You sort of call up someone. Why not? <laughs> if it works, it works. Dude. I don't know, man. Come I on. just. Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah it reminds me of that in terms of like it's that you know f- uh, four player co-op like stylized polished mm-hmm. high quality you know you know what I'm saying yeah I know I know exactly what you're saying man that is good I love it when that happens yeah we are on the same page right now good our delta waves are really <laughs> fucking <laughs> in twain okay can i move on now yeah last case of benedict you can move on excellent um firstly benedict fox is such a cool name yeah dude i'll legally change my name to benedict fox (laughs) such a cool name (laughs) benedict fox um and this was like a 2.5d side scroller mystery game in a puzzle solving etc etc uh spring 2023 day one on games pass um and this caught a lot of people by surprise. Uh, a lot. This really vibed with a lot of people from the sense that I got online. What do you think? Mm-hmm. 
Sorry, I was in a big old glunk of water. Oh, sorry. Um, glunk. <laughs> gl- I meant to, the glunk too. I meant to say. Uh, I meant to say, glug. <laughs> I'm really nervous. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> why are you? Why are you acting? I don't know. You just you just set off my anxiety. My anxiety okay, I'll take you back. It's fine. <laughs> no, no, it's it's good, man. Okay. We're here where we are. Yeah, um, yeah. Ge- uh, generally, I saw a, a lot of hype for this game, which I didn't personally see. I thought it looked cool, but it just kind of looked like you know, like a another. 2.5D side scroller that we've seen a lot of these with a new coat of paint slapped on it and you know new new premise all, all that sort of stuff. It looks fantastic. I'm not trying to take anything away from it, but we've seen this style of game quite a few times. Um, you know, in the likes of like the new Metroid that just came out on Nintendo, you know, like Ori and all that kind of stuff. They're all kind of similar style games. Um, but yeah, I saw I saw like way more hype for this than i thought i would from like the community um but yeah yeah i've got to admit um this was a game that when we watched the first i was like yeah okay whatever yeah i mean fine cool there's cthulhu ah funny you know that was that was like the thing wasn't it it was like quite lovecraftian um uh timber yeah. vibes since watching it back i have been like oh actually this is uh this is interesting like the art style it really does pop like it has this very yeah very interesting premise very spooky yeah i don't know it just gives you it's a good trailer as well because it just gives you just enough um and i thought that mm. was cool um so yeah I, I am excited about that i wasn't initially but having watched it back um we'll have to see spring 2023 day six on games first um next up was as dusk falls god we've been talking about this game for a long time tim we have pretty much stopped. Yeah, now. it's good to finally get a confirmation on actually this is what the game's gonna like look like as well, right? Because people are still up in the air. with just like, were those just trailers or is that the gameplay? Yeah. Um. So yeah. Uh. And I think it looks really interesting, really unique, and um. Yeah, I might, I might give it a go. Yeah, we'll have to see how it does. Like it's, it. it's one of those. It's one of those fringe games. Isn't it? I don't think. I don't know if there are people out there who would say that like interactive dramas are their favorite genre. I don't know. Maybe I'm wrong. Mm. In the same sense that some people are like, Maybe. RPGs are my favorite. FPSs are my favorite. You know, is there anybody out there who's like, I like clicking X and then I just fucking love clicking A. <laughs> like, and that's, that's it. <laughs> um, yeah. Obviously, you know, I'm being facetious because obviously it's about the stories. Um, but, <laughs> um, <Douchebag. laughs> um, jeez. So, I, I don't know. I don't know if people buy these games unless they are critically well received. Is my point. Um, I kind of yeah. feel like you have to nail these games to like an eight or above standard. Yeah. Or nobody speaks about them. Um, yes, as, I'd agree with that. The, the big surprise with it, obviously, was kind of like, oh, well, well you know, you, you can actually play this game co-op up to eight players, which was like kind of like, whoa, mm. okay, um, very interesting. And there, there has been some previews. Some people online have sort of already spoken about it. If you want to go and watch that, but um, people have said it, it's very cool, like because you can have conflicting choices, and then that people have to override each other, and that can create, you know, this this kind of um, interesting dynamic, um, which I think is really interesting because it, it's like it became this thing of like, based on what I was hearing that it's like, you're watching a drama together and mm-hmm. making decisions rather yeah. than like 
you are the drama. You know, I just thought it was kind of like this interesting kind of take. But anyway, yeah, it looks looks interesting, right? I will, I'll be waiting for it. Yeah. And it's and it's coming out really soon as well. Yeah, July nineteenth, like you said. Yeah, and it's um, which is nice. And it's uh, day one goes well. <laughs> um, Naraka. This was that third person Japanese battle royale. Oh, the fighter battle royale thing. Yeah, I think it has a a, uh, a suffix Naraka. There's a, it has another name. I think I can't remember what it's called though. Oh, okay. Shadow Fall. Um, I, I don't know. Blade Point. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to eighty percent less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. No? I don't know, man. It might be Blade Point. Just call it Naraka for now, yeah? I think it's Naraka Blade Point. Um, okay. Did you know that in, in Jainism... Naraka is the realm of existence in Jain cosmology characterized by great suffering. You sound like you're reading this literally off of no, off the No, no, right no. This is just in the my great bank of knowledge. Did you know that Naraka in Why Buddhism... Did your... <laughs> is... your glasses are white from the page you're reading oh, from. Oh, no. That's the just... reflection. I can, I can no. see it. No. Anyway, it doesn't matter. It's not important. Um, this is coming out on June 23rd, which is this month. No. I mean, this is in two days. <laughs> Uh, God, this month yeah. went fast. Um, <laughs> the realization. Like, he's just going to have a breakdown like mid-podcast. <laughs> I've got an interview at the end of the month. I, did, I didn't think that was going I thought I had a while. Okay, it's fine. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, oh, it looked kind of cool. Kind of weird that it's a battle royale, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Kind of weird. I don't really know how it's going to work. <laughs> I literally can't. If you asked me, I'd be like, I don't know, because like you can play it with your friends too. Like you can like squad up and stuff. Yeah, and it's just like, like surely some characters just have like kind of like a rock paper scissors to like other characters, like Overwatch style and all that kind of stuff. So like, I just don't, I don't really know. Like I, I really don't know how it's gonna work. But apparently yeah. it does work because it's been out on PC for a while and people quite like it and it has a really big population. Um, in in Japan, in, in just a very large Asian um, mm. population. Yeah, I think this is interesting. I think this is really interesting because it, the only thing is that it gives me really scary Crossfire X vibes because they're doing the thing where they're like, oh, and we're having this, you know, uh, single player mo- mode made as well. I don't know if that was an exclusive to Xbox or if they were just like, you know, just got the announcement. Um, mm. But like you say, actually, Naraka's been out for a while 
um and has i'm reading off off of a website at the moment um you know has quite a loyal and stable base on steam i think this game yeah. could be really fun um clearly it has it's doing something right um it's just so weird that this sort of game is about reality it's just hard to you know it's hard to pin down what it is and how it works so i'll be giving it a go for sure it's straight into games pass right yeah yeah for sure yeah i'll, I'll be booting up and playing it but yeah it just looks very interesting to me yeah um, i'll start some gameplay again it's potentially yeah you have know, you, potentially very fun have you seen any gameplay of this other than like what we saw at the showcase no i have not no okay like is it is it like a hero thing <laughs> do you do i imagine you know? so i imagine it's like apex style like you pick a character and go in yeah um rather than yeah, make your i own. imagine hmm. but hey maybe maybe you're able to make your own and you just pick a class right you're able to yeah, maybe because I like. Yeah, so I'm actually you choose, but like, because I was like fucking laughing, you know, when I read this out. But I'm actually looking at the photos now. But and I'm like, but actually, oh, it, it looks pretty, really fun. It's actually was pretty cool. And like, if we can get some friends on and play this, I can actually see us this taking about a bit of time. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, this is interesting. Okay, cool. Um, next up, Tim, Pentiment. Whoa, I can't that? believe they mispronounced it the whole time. It's clearly That's crazy. Time. Yeah, it's really quite embarrassing. <clears throat> this was Josh. Well, tell Sawyer's us about Pentiment Day. Yeah, well, this was clear that you know this was uh, this was Josh Sawyer's game, wasn't it? Um, mm-hmm. It was a surprise to everyone in terms of the art style. Which, okay, I've got a bone. A lot of them. Two hundred. Got many bones. Two hundred. How many? Five? Six. How many? Two hundred six. <laughs> I think it's 206. God. God, I hope we're right. <laughs> um, I don't know. Why Why not? Well, people are going to f- gaslight us for not knowing how many bones there is are. Is it 12? 212? Maybe. No, I don't think it's... Oh, I thought you would just be like, is it 12? Do we just have 12 <laughs> bones? Just 12 very big bones. <laughs> Babies have less, don't they? Babies have less bones. It's more than 12. For some, because in my head it was twelve, and now you're saying six. You're fucking right, dude. You fucking, you've nailed it. <laughs> I'm smart. He's the bra- he's the priest, the brains of the show. What can I say? <laughs> um, and I pronounce it's called Pentamen. Oh, you no fucking hell, Pentiment, dude. Come on. Oh, but no, babies have more at birth. I am just a scrambled Dang. mess today. They, oh, you're going mess. down a rabbit hole, dude. Yeah, sorry. Um, Get out of there. Okay, close yeah, the tab. Yes, it's close. It's close. Pentiment. Okay, so <laughs> different art style than what everyone was expecting. The type of game was kind of what we were expecting. Um, I will say that I don't think, I don't think the trailer did a fantastic job of showing like what you're doing in this game. Um, because they've said on the website and on the extended showcase, you know, Josh Sawyer spoke about it a little bit. Um, they were like, you know, this is like an RPG. You pick your history. You know, you are playing as a character, but, you know, you choose certain things like where you came from and and all of these things, you know, yeah. like cascading effects. And you make decisions. And they said there, there's like, you know, it is a murder mystery, but you're like a painter. So it's this really interesting, like medieval um, uh, crime you know, detective game, but you're a painter, so it has this artistic lens to it. Um, I think it's going to be very like it's going to be a very high art game. You know, it's going to be a lot of very smart artistic people have put together this game. That's like a lot of symbolism, a lot of very like intelligent historical input. 
uh, people who have done their mm. research on the time era and stuff like that. Uh, and I think it's very cool because they, they've said things like, um, you know, they, the game will never tell you if you made the right decision, like if you got it right. I don't know if it's actually factual. It's, I'm sure it's a work of fiction, but you know. So yeah, I think um, probably. And you know, and I think that all of those things I just said, I think is really nicely, nicely encapsulated just by the title, Pentiment. A pentiment. I'm done with a bit now. A pentiment is okay. it's a pentiment. He the way he described it. So I'm really sorry if I get this wrong. It's like the the it's what's behind a painting if you peel back the initial layers because back in back then the paintings that used to, they would just paint over it. So like yeah. on like a parchment, yeah. you know, they would just keep it. So if you peeled it back, you could see what was there before it. And eventually, you know, what ends up happening is that it kind of tells a story of like what was happening at the time, you know, in the same sense yeah. as like, you know, art everywhere is influenced by what was happening at the time. You know, you go forward 20 years and look back to now, everything, everybody's talking about fucking COVID, you know, that sort of, so it, it creates this very, very interesting thing. And it's also this very interesting thing in that people would paint over things to cover up, um, you know whether that's in the covert sense you know like hiding crime or just in the passage of time sense it stuff would get covered up and that's obviously a very interesting like parallel to a murder mystery and things like yeah, i think it's gonna be yeah. very high art sort of game you know where there's a there's really it's very dense with messaging and um uh and then yeah just messaging um so this isn't for yeah. you. I don't think this is for a lot of people. But what I will say is, I think I'm I'm interested to hear more about it because um, I think there is more RPG here, just based on what some of the devs have said. Um, and the devs are very excited and very confident. Um, I think it's going to be a big banger of the uh, of a game. Um, it, oh yeah, I'm sure it will it will review like critically quite well. I can just see it being that sort of game. Um, but yeah, yeah, just I'm only speaking from a personal point um but yeah no, i think yeah i think it's it's got its own niche definitely and it looks it looks very unique yeah 100 percent. yeah yeah good good grounded came next um it was you know the, the point one um point one one point just full release <laughs> they released 10 percent of the game <laughs> Yeah, you're getting less. <laughs> we're taking it all we're away. <laughs> yeah, we realise we're spoiling you. <laughs> yeah, it's because the game is small. Get it? So now you're going to have a small game. Uh, yeah, <laughs> September 2022, available on Game Pass. Great. We, we've we've waxed lyrical about grounded loads and loads of times. Um, love it. Mm -hmm. And then of course the Obsidian segment ended, and we all went boo shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I ducked my head in shame. <laughs> I hated it. Yeah. Because um, I think, you know, it, an avowed showing, even if they had said, like, Holiday 23, and they broke their rule for the showcase, which we haven't, we haven't spoken about, but, of course, they, they committed to the next 12 months. And they broke their rule for one last thing and showed some gameplay, I think would have really made a big difference. You know? Because it would have yeah. got everyone ready. Yeah. Nobody would have expected it because everybody knows about it. But then they, you know, maybe somebody comes out and they say, um, what's his name? I can't remember the leader of the dev team over there. But, uh, I can't remember. But he comes out and he says, just so you know, we're still a ways out. We're aiming for holiday 2023. 
and then they reel it, right? So just to make it clear that this is an exception to the rule, and they show like five minutes, a couple minutes again, whatever, you know. Do you not think that would have yeah. like really blown the roof off? Oh mate, yeah, that that I would have absolutely bumped the show up like a point in my eyes. Yeah, hundred percent. Like that, it was definitely missing something like that. I was very disappointed we didn't get anything from Avowed. Yeah, the it's just that that I think one two punch of Starfield Avowed would have just been like. Oh, it had done so much just because there's there's so much anticipation yeah. for Avowed. It covers two huge genres, you know, this sprawling sci-fi like open galaxy game, and then you've got this big obsidian story-driven like high fantasy game. Yeah, I think it would have mm-hmm. it would have been good. But we'll, I mean, we'll swing back around to this whole twelve-month strategy because I think there's, there's a really interesting thing to speak about there. Um, so we all hung our head in shame as the obsidian segment came to an end, and we thought, God damn it! Oh well. Let's keep let's keep yeah. Erebon came next, which was I don't want to call it cell shaded because I'm a pleb and I don't understand the difference between cell shaded and other cartoon <laughs> and like I can't I don't have a name for them. Um Yeah. Although I've gotta say I wasn't sure about this one. I don't know. It was like that shadow know, lady jog, jog my memory on this one. It was like a shadow oh. ninja lady taking down robots. Yeah, I thought this was pretty cool. I thought it looked like a neat little kind of stealthy game. I need to see more. Yeah. Yeah, I do need to see more as well. Yeah. But I thought I thought it was yeah, I thought it was very nice to look at and um yeah, her powers to like just like sink into like the shadow and stuff like that was 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 pretty cool. Mm. Um yeah. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was kind of I was kind of into it, but I need to see more. Yeah. But fear not Tim because um where is it going to be day 1? PlayStation Park, essential. <laughs> you got it. <laughs> essential. Games, games, it's the one game coming yeah. to essential. Uh, no, day one games park. Of course. Obviously. Yeah. <laughs> Stupid. Okay, big. It's big boy time now. Diablo 4. Rod Ferguson rocked up onto the stage. Hi, Rod. You know, ex-director of Gears of War. For a while now, since wow. like three or four, I can't remember. And then he fucked off to Blizzard. <laughs> got acquired by Xbox again. <laughs> so anyway, God, clearly can't escape. Yeah, he well, he fucked off to, to, to be, I think, uh, like one of the lead directors on Diablo. Um, so I was like, you know, wow, what a resume. Okay. Anyway, so it's funny to have him back. Um, and we got to see a big chunk of Diablo gameplay. Um, there, there's something to be said about the Blizzard partnership here, and we you know we don't know if this was planned ahead of the acquisition or not. We don't know. They aren't legally allowed to be to. What word am hmm. I trying to think of here? Divulge. <laughs> I don't yes. know. What's the what do they <laughs> call it in Avatar? Where they fucking hit their little blue uh, head tails together what's the word for it an avatar blue monkey man with the fucking flying dragons they you're s- the avatar boy no no did i just oh, what is wrong with me i'm so scrambled today sorry not the last airbender no blue monkey boys yeah the james cameron there's a word for it isn't there where they get their little tentacle like head tail oh and they, and they like link it yeah they link it yeah like a but it's called like a bio link or like a mental link or something wasn't there like a really funny word for it 
I don't think so. I don't know. Oh, my whole bit is ruined now. Fuck's sake. <laughs> God damn it. Oh, whatever. They Yeah, they couldn't chat before, <laughs> you know. So whatever. We saw like a weird necromancer trailer. Um, there was like CGI, wasn't it? And I was really thrown off when we were watching mm-hmm. this because I didn't know if this was Diablo. But you were insistent. You were like, that's, that's the fucking, that's the design for the necromancer. Um, yeah, he even blew up a corpse at the beginning, which is one of his skills from Diablo Three. You can blow up dead corpses. You're absolutely right. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever played as as boy, as dead boy. He was the second character I used, so I mm. he was I like made the Crusader and then I moved to the Necromancer. Yeah, which I, I might play this time around. Anyway, so we had that lovely, and they were like Necromancer reveal. This is our final class. There's five of them. Dank. Then, oh lord. Oh lord! <laughs> they showed up a big chunk of gameplay. gameplay. Walk me through it, Tim. What were the thoughts here? Uh it looked fucking fantastic. Like generally, like I'm not just saying like it looks like gameplay wise, everything like that. It's Diablo. It looks crispy, all that. But it actually like looked fantastic. Mm. Like graphically, it was so impressive and so detailed. Um. Yeah, dude. Uh, it, a lot less... I'll give it a lot less vibrant than Diablo 3, its colour palette. Uh, I don't know if that was just the one area or the couple areas they showed off, but yeah, it was a little bit more like, yeah, dulled like tones for, for like colour and stuff like that. I think that's intentional. World. I think the whole game's going to be like I that. don't know if it's like darker times. Yeah, maybe. Um, but, mate, it looks, it looks fucking fantastic. Yeah. Um, and just like all the skills flying off and all the, everything just going on. Oh my God. I literally cannot wait to get my hands on that game. And like the, uh, when they did like the whole, like taking down that big boss as like the, uh, as like a world event. Oh dude. Wow. Literally needed to change my underwear. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Wow. That. Wow. 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 And it's just, you know, b- b- uh, besides like uh, looking at how the game like looked like just just the gameplay it was just a damn good trailer like you know they brought mm. the you know they showed us bits of gameplay they went through a couple of classes bang open world mm. bang enemy you know like world events bang cross play support end game pvp shared world customization options like it just they just like rocked through these like really big features yeah. just like it was nothing like for, for me like i i like I, i've always really enjoyed like shared world games um, not necessarily in the sense where it's invasive, you know, like Fallout 76 wasn't launched, but I like seeing other people in my game. I think that's very cool, and I find that very interesting. Diablo's a perfect model for that, right? And like you said, the game was so detailed. Like when they went to the character customization, I was like, some of these de- some of these character models look like top of the industry, and it's an isometric game. I don't even see half this shit. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, and the lighting looked absolutely delightful. The animation work was so smooth. Um, I can't believe how good this looked. Um, mm. Yeah, this just shot up to be one of my most anticipated games for, for 2023. Uh, yeah, amongst like, all top, other eight like, of them. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but like generally, like, maybe like top three or top five or something. Like it's big. It's big. Like looks really fucking good. Yeah, I agree, man. Um, this looked brilliant. I'm super excited about this. Um, I the only thing I can so so this was the other side of it with the whole fucking bit that I tried to do with the avatar thing is that you know 
Blizzard had a big presence here in terms of Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4. Neither of them are listed as Games Pass games um, simply because they're not allowed to confer um, before the acquisition closes. So, mm-hmm. you know, you, you got damn, you can be goddamn sure if this game, if either of these get, well, I mean, uh, Overwatch is free, but if the single player portion of Overwatch 2 and Diablo 4 launch after the acquisition closes, They'll be day one games pass. Um, oh yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah, I suppose Peter the other... will send it personally. He'll kick open the doors to IGN, yeah. hand them the papers, and just be like, "It's games pass. Do it now." Yeah, put it out. You're not my yeah. boss. Phil. Puts a camera on them. Yeah, <laughs> say it. We're live. Yeah. <laughs> Do your IGN. I'm thing. interviewing you. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, and uh, I, I think you know it could result in some really interesting. Because I, I guess my point, like what, why I'm going through this is because I think both of these games really like interest me a lot. Diablo Four especially, but but Overwatch Two as well. Um, and that was one of the things that brought us a lot of excitement when the announcement first happened. It's like wow, big franchise, big franchises like this are going to have, uh, you know, an affiliation with Xbox. Whether that comes in the form of Games Pass, it comes in the form of perks you know um wh- whatever it is you know like f- free currency in the game i don't know you know whatever it is that's what i want mm-hmm. i want this to be like feel like uh an xbox affiliated title not a standalone yeah. title if you see what the, I'm saying. Pl- the platform to play it on yeah. yeah and i think there are some very interesting contingencies where like let's say diablo 4 comes out in may and then the acquisition closes early july does that mean that Diablo 4 just goes into Games Pass then and everybody who paid full price? Mm, yeah. Like, oh, that's like a difficult place to be in because you don't want to burn. So I've got to imagine, that's the thing, they're not allowed to legally confer, but I've got to imagine there's some sort of behind the curtains discussions going on that's like, you know, take your time. I'm not saying anything, just take your time. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So, yeah. Hmm. So we'll see. Yeah, but, I, I could definitely. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I'm I'm 100 on the same same train of thought as you there. Excellent. Next up, uh, we had Sea of Thieves super cute trailer. Right, it was the captaincy update that, that was meant to be the first update back in the day after launch, but they pushed back, pushed back, pushed back because they needed to like fill other areas. Understandably, um, and I sent you that really funny photo deny of the um yeah, <laughs> yeah. dead game yeah that's right the the sea of these twitter posted out like if we see any ships like called this we'll have plenty of like yeah you know uh, dynamite barrels ready to go and it was, it was just called dead game it's just funny yeah like, why do people yeah, do that really like why do people just go to the account of a game and just reply to every post dead game just all lowercase there you go Weird? I don't know, man. It's weird. Yeah, people you, people use their time in in mysterious <laughs> ways. <laughs> maybe it's a mating call. Maybe it's some sort of tribute. Perhaps, yeah, sacrifice. Day maybe they go. Yeah, yeah, they go. I could see it. Ravenlock. Uh, I'm not gonna lie to you, Tim. Don't remember this game. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what this looked like. I'm gonna have to give oh, it. Oh, I remember. Google. It was the one that you thought we're, we're like professionals. Shit. It was the it was the pixely art one from the same devs as Echo Generation, and Echo Generation was also a pixel art one that looked like a Stranger Things game. Do you know what I'm talking about? 
Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, the thing where I was like, some of these characters are Lego and like look like they're made of Lego. Some of them aren't. Yes. Yeah. It looks. Yeah, I mean, it looks kind of weird. I don't think it looks shit. I never said it looks shit. I said it looked mid. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> Bruh. <laughs> I think. Um, yeah. This was another one of the games that I like watched back, and I was like, oh, actually, this looks really good. It was very like um, Alice in Wonderland vibes. Very Alice in Wonderland yeah. vibes. Um, yeah, super. Yeah, that's releasing twenty twenty three day one on Games Pass. Cocoon came next. Uh-huh. Uh, very funny little game about a fly flying into yeah. egg worlds. A and- game that took deck a day to realize what was actually going on. I in didn't. The game. Un- yeah, I didn't understand what I was looking. He at. didn't. He didn't realize that the little cocoons had worlds inside them. Yeah. And then when we watched it back, and I was like, "Look, he jumps into it." You were like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> I was like, "I didn't." This game actually, yeah. I thought it was kind of cool. I thought it was just a fly. Yeah, I thought it was just a fly guy carrying funny colored balls around and putting them in different places. But he's not. And the whole thing is that you go into them and you take other balls into. Them. Yeah, I'm actually. As soon as I realized, I was like, "Oh, this is actually." I'm in. Yeah. Yeah. Son of a bitch. I like a proper similar style to um, Death Store, like art style, like really, really similar. That's right. Um, yeah, I think this game looks sick. Yeah. Whether or not my brain can handle it, who knows? But yeah. it looks it looks fun. I will say, I, I think there is like, a, there's like a, a growing list of indie titles that Xbox keeps working with. And they do this thing where they do Day One Games Pass, Timed exclusivity, they get reviewed well, and then that game has like a day or two in the sun, and that's great, and then everyone forgets about it. I I I don't know. I'd I'd be interested to know what extra lengths they would have to go to to like lock these games down permanently. Simply because hmm. nobody gets mad at indies being full exclusives because everybody's like they're indies and obviously we've spoken about this like in, you know increasingly narrow gap between a's and triple a's and double a's and indies but everybody's aware that this is from a studio who probably needed the funding and therefore we can't blame them for taking that payment and you know nobody yeah. just gets upset about yeah. it so it's like you save on optics and also you can point to a list of games at you know to um almost sell games pass you know like not only is this on games pass it's like you can only get this here um i don't know i don't know sometimes it just feels like a waste of potential you know yeah i kind of know what you mean yeah there's there's no reason why you 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 can't lock down something like this um with it being an indie title i can't imagine it's like it's crazy out of pocket especially philly who's just going mental um (laughs) You know, I can't imagine, yeah, it's crazy out of pocket. Like you said, you don't get any bad press for it, and you've got a really solid game that's going to probably critically review very well. Um, you know, that's only available on your platform. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. There's just, and, and they never lock them down for that long. Like, generally, I don't care for like timed exclusivity. Like, I guess they just, they do just want. I can understand having a short window because then a lot of the conversation is get it on Xbox, only on Xbox. And then once that, you know, that um, time in the sun goes, it doesn't matter as much anymore. But then I, you know, I think about some of the stuff that uh, PlayStation has done. Only one comes to mind, but Keener Bridge of Spirits, right? That game Mm. came out in September last year. Where is it? Yeah. 
You know, supposedly it's a timed exclusive, but we know that they cannot be trusted with those two words in that particular order. <laughs> it means nothing. Yeah. Yeah. It, essentially, I just see that as exclusive. Now, right. Yeah. So. so, yeah, I don't know. But whatever. No, that's another conversation for another time. Um, uh, next up is Lou Boo the Game. Uh, that's coming out early 2023. Lou Boo! Day one. <laughs> Day one. It's Lou Boo! <laughs> Tim, that's Lou Boo! <laughs> great deck it was Lubu and by the way nobody else has clocked that I'm a, I'm a certified maybe genius. it's not Lubu it's, it's fucking well it is it's if nobody else is saying it's Lubu then deck maybe you're just fucking crazy Wolong Fallen Destiny no it's not Destiny it's, it's Dynasty right like Dynasty Warriors no it's Destiny no it's not shut up they've made a mistake there I'm right you're wrong <laughs> Your face, you thought you were wrong for a second there. You're like, it's not Lubu. <laughs> yeah, that was what was going through your brain for a second. Oh, Wolong, Violent D- D- Dynasty is inheriting a huge legacy. Lubu's iconic feathered silhouette is visible at the end of Wolong. Okay. I mean, you realize I never actually said you that you were wrong. You just kept screaming at me that it was Lubu. I mean, that yeah, it. that's all that happened. Yeah. Watch, watch it back. No, that's fine, man. Like, I'm, I'm, not, I'm a victim here. <laughs> no, I'm not being combative. Like, you're a victim. It's I'm just I'm just saying nobody else seems to have clocked that. I mean, apart from Gamerant, whose website I just read it off. Other than that, just me, <laughs> <laughs> me and only me, and that means that this is a, a Dynasty Warriors, a Dynasty War, Dynasty Warriors, Dynasty spin-off. We say Dynasty third person action game and Lou Boo's in it and I think that's actually kind of cool because I used to quite like Dynasty Warriors we both did in fact. I think that's number one on my list for 2023 I think this Wolong Fallen Dynasty is number one on your list Des- Destiny Fallen <laughs> Destiny yeah it's a hundred percent like number one on my list I mean it's Lou Boo deck and that is a pretty big deal that is a, I, you know what you're right <laughs> Fuck Starfield. So I, and so the the whole thing with this is, I mean, I'm I'm gonna be honest. I I didn't actually think the trailer was very good. It did nothing for me. (laughs) I was like, yeah, this is saying sword fighting and dragons. I don't remember seeing a dragon uh, in that trailer. I don't, I don't remember seeing a dragon either. If we're fighting dragons, that's kind of cool. Hmm. Yeah, I, I mean. Uh, so, like, because the interesting thing about this was that it's made by Team Ninja, uh, who have previously been making the Neo games. You know what? Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah. they're all well reviewed, and just by virtue of them being a Japanese studio, they they were just like, nah, not making it for Xbox. It was one of those game, like another one of those franchises that just didn't come just because. I don't, I don't yeah. think playstation had to deal with it and we don't really know but that seems to be what was happening so anyway yeah yeah this was another big win right um in terms of oh look xbox is making grounds in uh japan and actually in fact this is now that i'm looking at the lineup you know the next two announcements are right in that category as well um yeah team Team ninja make good games i know neo is i know though that series is is good and and well received so and it has lupu it does have Lubu. It does, well, we can confirm that. But it is in it's fact got Lubu. that going for it. <laughs> Lubu is a scary motherfucker, dude. 
Yeah, movies, no joke. It's no joke. You've got to take him seriously. If you don't take him seriously, yeah. he'll ride his horse over to you. And trample And ride you. <laughs> One of those two things will happen. Persona came next, Tim. Not just Persona, but Persona 3 Portable. Persona 4, Golden. And Persona 5, Royale. Sorry, I'm squeaking my chair a lot. I'm just moving around. Um, it's all good, man. Xbox PC, October 21st, this year. That's pretty cool, uh, obviously. On Games Pass. Big games. Good yeah, games. Big games. Big deal, right? Um, yeah, and very Phil, big deal. You know, Phil was there with me because Phil came out for the section. He was like, we're happy to announce that, you know, we gave Atlas a lot of money. Like, they finally fucking agreed to release their games on our console. <laughs> like, yeah. stingy fucks. Um, anyway, yeah, here's Persona. <laughs> so, yeah, obviously that's really good. Um, I'm very excited to play Persona. Uh, I know a lot of people love, love, love 5. Um, but apparently it's really long, Tim. Yeah. Yeah, it's super long. Yeah, it's like it's like a 60, 70 hour minimum game. Oh. Games don't need to have be fun completing that in fatherhood. Yeah, I guess. Games just don't need to be that long, do they? No, it, it seems that it puts me off a little bit. Yeah, it does. It really does. So that's it's one of the main reasons, like, I can't bring myself to start Death Stranding. Like, like I haven't bought it, but like, I, I'm interested in the premise and it looks weird and pretentious and I'm all about that. But People are just like, you just walk around for 70 hours. And I'm like, I don't think I can do it. <laughs> I'm not strong enough, yeah. Mr. Frodo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I kind of know what you mean. I didn't realize Death Stranding was that long. Yeah, people people just say it's it's huge. And apparently the story is good, but... You know... Is it worth walking around for that long? Yeah, like, I don't know, I don't know. Speaking of, well, I guess we'll find out when we get Death Stranding two exclusive. Whoa, exclusive on what? To us, <laughs> to games. Me and you. Us, oh right, Xbox. okay. <laughs> <laughs> to Deck and Tim. Kojima's like, I'm proud to announce I'm making a game for Deck and Tim <laughs> for the quick Kojima hashtag QRP. <laughs> <laughs> He like takes his shirt off and he's wearing like he's got our logo and branding yeah. on it. Do do do. Our tune starts playing. <laughs> and Philly's just like, cut it, cut it. This wasn't in it's the gone script. But it rise. This guy was a QRP fan. Yeah. Who are these guys? Yeah. I thought we had a strict no losers in the show rule. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Damn, speaking of Kojima, self burn. Yeah. That's okay. a, yeah. It's quite funny, that isn't it? Have you ever thought about that? That self depreciation is like really funny. It's very funny. Because, yeah, for example, it's most of my humor. Yeah, because if I said, You're a fucking idiot, that's not funny, that's just me. Fuck you, man. <laughs> if I said, <laughs> I'm a fucking idiot, that's. <laughs> anyway, Kojima came out. Um, we had a good time, didn't we? <laughs> Yeah. We had a good time. He was like, I'm making a game. Nobody's seen it yet. It was it was actually a bit of a weird script. I don't know if you've like maybe it was a mistranslation because he was like, Nobody's seen this game. And we we're like, <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Like w- yeah. what do you mean? Like, of I course. Seen this game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Like, 
Anyway, whatever. Uh, so it's the whole cloud thing. Jeff Grubb was like, it was right. He's always right. Uh, praise be Jeff Grubb. Um, Grubb we, we don't know what that means. We still don't know what that means. Like making a, a cloud game, but if there's anyone that's gonna do it, it's gonna be Ko- Kojima. <laughs> yeah. No, I agree. Yeah, it's it's cool. It's 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 kind of hype, but it's kind of also nothing at the same time right now, and it will it won't be anything for four or five years. <laughs> so, great, I guess. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did Phil lead into the Starfield showing, or did Todd come back out? Todd, uh, I think Phil said something about Starfield and then Todd came out. I think they had a mini trailer to black and yeah and god Howard was there. Yeah, I think yeah. they had like a mini I think Star I think Phil said Starfield blah, 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 and then they did like a little 20 second teaser trailer and then Todd came out. Got it. Todd came out looking yeah. really tanned. Going to be I we said that out on the stream. He looks really brown. Yeah. Dude looks nice. Yeah. He's very nice. Nice to know why we got Starfield delayed, I guess. <laughs> yeah, too busy fucking tanning, wasn't he? tanning his fucking leather purse yeah what you can't take your laptop into the sunbed do you think you develop games on laptops probably not yeah yeah you can you can develop a game on like a macbook no excuse or like a winner oh yeah exactly um okay i don't really know to start with this because this has been like the other thing overall we're Mm -hmm. both thumbs up right put that out there we're both thumbs up it was good. I was very impressed with what I saw, to be honest. Was it a perfect showing? No. But I was very happy. And yeah. I don't know if this if this discourse has uh danced around your ear holes, Tim. But people have been comparing Starfield to another space game. No, they haven't. Uh, you wouldn't believe it, would you? Which one? You wouldn't believe it. Returnal. No, not that one. Uh, Elite Dangerous? That's surprisingly, no. Not that one. The Outer Worlds? No, no, actually. No, not that one. Well, there's no others that... I saw them, yeah. So we've literally exhausted that genre. Yeah. So people were fabricating... They were saying that No Man's Sky, Tim... Um, what? Is, it was... It's the same... There's no way. Okay, so let, let, can I just break the bit for a moment? Um, because yeah, yeah, sure. <laughs> uh, so obviously there are some comparable things here, um, and I think what yes. what kind of sucks is that because this it, sometimes it feels like the industry is is fueled by like fanboy like like it just sucks, and what that ended up doing because obviously they pulled out the laser gun. They mined a crop at the beginning, and everyone was like, oh, you do that, oh, no, that's fine. IGN took it upon themselves, and I don't know if you saw this, to write an article saying some people have been comparing No Man's Sky to Starfield. And then they put up footage of both, side to side. Um, okay. And that's... That's just... Um, it's dumb. It's a bit dumb, isn't it? Yeah. There's just no reason why you can't take something similar that works well in another game and put it into your game. Take take the best from something and and kind of 
use it in your product as well. You know, not an identical replica, but there's that, like there are so many ways. I've seen so many video games present mining ore or something like that in a different way. So Starfield has to come up with its own unique way or it's copying someone. If he pulled out a pickaxe, what, are they going to fucking compare it to Minecraft? <laughs> That's right. I don't understand. Why does it have to be a unique way to mine a piece of ore? Or you have to chomp it no, down or something? No, Tim, Tim, this is just one instance of a few. You're actually... You have to kick you're, it. You're actually forgetting something very important. Uh, another very important similarity. The thing is, in No Man's Sky, you fly ships. You're not going to guess what you're doing. Starfield. Oh, yeah. You fly ships, Tim. Do you actually? Can't believe I it. assume we just ran. I, I just thought we swam we ran through space. <laughs> through the, through yeah. the viscous I just assume we blackness. just jogged on the spot through space. <laughs> and just hoped a black hole sucked us somewhere to speed up the process. Yeah. So, yeah. God, I hate the gaming community. I know, I know. So, yeah, because there are a lot of different angles to this, but, like, ultimately, yeah, like you said, because uh, a lot of people are like, I don't even know why some people are getting mad that these two things are being compared because No Man's Sky is really good now. Um, and obviously, mm-hmm. it's not for everyone because it's just like exploration heavy and that's kind of it. Um, but, like, those aren't the things that are wrong with it. Like, like you said, it's not. It's not, though, is it? It's not the same game. It's not even remotely the same. <laughs> You know, um, so and then obviously the other side of the the conversation that was being had was around the the graphics. <laughs> yeah, which seemed actually <laughs> very nice. The graphics. This is the heat getting. To I, I do feel a bit. Um, yeah, I I think, which is weird because I think. Again, if you were to watch our live reactions, I think we were both actually pleasantly surprised yeah. by the graphics of that game. That was way better than I expected expected it to look. And everyone knows that Bethesda do not make graphical showcase games. They never have. Their animations are not fantastic. Their environments can be quite nice. But then you, you walk up a bit closer <laughs> and that rock looks like fucking shit. <laughs> the rock but, is a triangle. Yeah. But like... It looks great. I thought it looked actually very good. I think there's an important like nuance to that, and it's like it's it's not it's it's not uh, top of the industry um, infidelity for a reason, and that reason is because these yeah. are not linear like graphical like single player games. They're not even open world RPGs. They are layers and layers and layers deeper than that. Right? It's just there's a lot going on. I don't doubt that the people at Bethesda can't make a pretty game if they want to. They're clearly working with an outdated dev engine. You know, everybody says that, oh, it's creation. And Okay, yeah, fine. Like, maybe that's limited in the graphical capabilities area. Maybe. I don't know. But it bloody well excels in the other areas, and those other areas are what a Bethesda game is, you know? We had this conversation mm-hmm. ages ago about, you know, when they did that Unreal Engine 5 demo, and everyone was like, wow, looks amazing, you know? Like, the Coalition helped with them. We're like, yeah, it looks amazing, but it's like... We're at diminishing returns, aren't we? And and pretty much, you know, the gaming community consensus was that I think games need to start focusing on next-gen systems rather than next-gen graphics. Yeah. I hereby present Starfield. graphics. <laughs> you know? Yeah. 
a thousand planets, mm-hmm. deep RPG systems, layered and layered and layered. So yes, yeah, so I, I get it in some degree, and I'm not going to try and make it. The one thing I won't try and make excuses for is like the gunplay, um, because that is something that is limited by the engine a little bit, and I actually don't know if like Bethesda Game Studios has it in them to make a good feeling shooter. Um, simply because it's not the focus of the game that they're shooting there but you know it's not it's not a shooter um but it looked a lot better overall you know the enemy reactivity was like it it was fine um Mm. like it looked fine like the shooting looked fine overall i thought the whole thing looked great so yeah sorry i went a bit of a tangent there so i so i just yeah so so you tell me what 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 do you think about that and kind of that criticism of the graphics and i mean uh, yeah i mean just to state off yeah as an overall product that game looks fucking phenomenal yeah like no one can deny it like that, that game exciting. is up to be fantastic yeah, yeah. Wh- whether it delivers i don't know but what they're showing us right now and what they're saying about it right now that is a f- potential absolutely phenomenal product so um and graphics i've never been I've never been one to just be like, oh, the graphics need to be insane. It doesn't bother me. It's a big step up from their previous games, like facial animations and graphics, environmental creatures, all that sort of stuff. It's so much better. Like, it's it's not even funny. Uh, lighting, God, it's leagues above anything they've ever made. Yeah. Um, and I'll take that. Like, Jesus, I, I would take that. Um, it, it looks good. Like, I don't think that game looks bad. I wouldn't look at that and be like, Graphics are a negative for me. No, I'd be like, graphics are fine for me. Um, and everything else is fucking crazy good. Yeah. Um, and yeah, the shooting, again, not the best we've seen. We've been spoiled by a lot of games for having fantastic shooting mechanics. So obviously, it's it's not going to compare to those. You, you can't have a game that's going to play like Doom or play like Apex and be as big as an expansive as Starfield. It's just not going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Um, but it looks good. It looks better than Fallout. Um it, yep. like ever was. And like the whole like mod system and what you can do with your weapons and stuff like that. Crazy cool. Yeah. Crazy awesome. And I think um, that that yeah. that is the big thing that you know, because we were talking about this like after the show, like when was the last time you you played like a proper RPG and you got into character and you were like genuinely like excited by what you can do next and the next thing you're gonna get and the next perk and you know, oh wow, I just got this new gun and I can, you know, my crafting's high enough to make a new like attachment, uh, you know, arc and and like you know, I'm gonna go to this planet and get carbon to make a new jet for my ship, which will mean I can travel between planets and you know, blah, blah, you know and that sort of that whole like loop and like that the whole role-playing element the last time that i probably did that i'm probably doing it a little bit in cyberpunk now that i'm actually in the but it's very few and far between but outer wilds was a lot outer mm. worlds was worlds. the last one that we said and that was 2019 so th- these mm-hmm. proper deep rpg experiences are very few and far between um and the sheer scale and scope of starfield when I'm talking about next-gen systems, guys, <laughs> like, some people are this like, you know, and there's so much, you know, there's so many different conversations, Tim, that it's like, it, it's, it's a real headache to keep up with, but, like, one of the other things was like, oh, the game's too big. Yeah, people weirdly saw that <laughs> as an immediate negative, yeah, right? and they were just like, a thousand planets, everyone's like, nah, shit, I don't believe it. It's just like, when we <laughs> were just like, oh, that's really cool, yeah. Yeah, they're all barren. Game's dead. Yeah. 
it's just like what like why has everyone immediately gone so negative when yeah. someone has just said how expansive this game is like i get they've been burned before no man's sky but like to just immediately just have that reaction to a, a piece of information like that was just so weird to me i'm with you man and it because it, like there's this whole oh, you know and it, it does feel like vocal minority stuff um but like you know there's that whole thing of like open worlds and procedural generation are oh, they're the bane of gaming give me a handcrafted 4k crispy you know like linear action adventure game and it's like okay that's they exist and you're you know those are wicked games awesome but some games want to be more ambitious than that. And it's like, it, I don't know. Yeah, you're right. Like, it feels very presumptuous and, like, unfair to, to just assume that these things aren't going to work. And, you know, let's face the reality of a solar system, <laughs> a galaxy. Barrett's are, Barrett's planets are barren. That does happen, you know. And really, this yeah. all comes down to execution and... I don't feel we should really be doubting Bethesda's ability to execute on an open world. Of, yeah, they've shown they can do it before. Of all yeah. the things that they can and can't do, open worlds is the thing that they always get right. Whether it's the direction or just the craftsmanship in it. You know, where they use procedural generation, where they don't. Um, even in 76, everybody likes Appalachia, right? Um, mm-hmm. It's the other stuff. It's the performance, which is the other part we haven't spoken about, which I won't make excuses for again. There was obvious frame hitching going on, right? Yeah, quite, quite substantial um, frame drops. Yeah. So I'm going to hit you with a hypothetical. Starfield comes out. Yeah, sure. There's no frame hitching, but it is 4K 30. And that's it. There's no performance option. Okay. How do you feel about that? Because I think that's on the cards. I wouldn't be... Yeah, I wouldn't be not that breaker. upset about it. No, it's not a deal breaker for me. But I want that locked at 30. I do not want to be fighting any fucking space pirates or doing all kinds of shit. There's like 20 enemies on my screen. I don't want that dipping below 30. Like, there's no excuse for that. Like, if you're, if you're giving me 4K 30, you give me 4K 30. That's my take on it. Yeah, I, I, it's it's one of those things that yeah, it, it wouldn't stop me. Like if if the game reviewed lower than expected and performed worse than expected, I would actually be like, I don't even know if I'm going to play this. <laughs> However, if it reviewed very well but performed at 4K 30, I'd be like, I'll just need to get used to it. it, it this sucks. There's no way around it yeah. because I'm like, I really need 60 frames to play my games half the time. Um. Uh, or you know like maybe there's a compromise where it's like 1440p in 60 frames you know that that would be fine by me a lot of games seem to be doing that it's a shame you know bethesda's not the best at optimization so i doubt they could pull off a 4k 60 mode um but i think there is a world where we just get a 4k 30 uh, maybe they don't have time to get a second mode factored in on that one i don't know um, hopefully they yeah. give us options at the very yeah. least like you say um, I think that's important yes yeah 100% yeah it's not a deal breaker for me but I, I, I would be lying to myself if I would say like I wouldn't be upset by it yeah. I, I, it would upset me yeah 
And it's like, it, it's one of the things that always makes the Bethesda game shooters feel worse than they are, right? Like, because when I went, when I played Fallout 4, I played it with um, frame rate boost and it made it feel quite a lot better. <laughs> um, yeah. So, mm-hmm. Yeah. So that was the other conversation. What, what have we covered? No Man's Sky comparisons, empty planets, too big, frame rate hitches. Was there anything else that happened in the... In the, oh right, so they, so we got like halfway through, right? And it was looking good. We were all excited. Uh, I, you know, like like we said with all of, all the thing is with all of this, it was better than expected for us. Everybody has different expectations of going into these things. Graphics looked better to me than I thought. Lighting did. Um, gunplay looked better than I thought it would. I'm gonna be real with you, <laughs> like it, I wasn't like like I said, it's not mm. mind blowing, but it did look better than I thought it was gonna look. Um, then they showed off like the perk systems, right? The RPG elements. With traits, you're right. <laughs> yeah, I'm good. <laughs> Some weird noises coming out of my house. Yeah, we'll <laughs> carry on. Uh, yeah, we had like the the traits and the perk systems, which looks very like old school Bethesda. Right? We even like went through it, didn't we? Frame by frame to like look at like what yeah. it was and be like, oh, like look how cool that could be. You could do this, that, and the other. Um, mm-hmm. Very exciting. Uh, so cool oh you can fly your own ship yeah flying's in um, and yeah, then before I we you can make your own ship yeah and then before we even cut to seeing it and you can fully customise it and it's like this really slick like modular like um, crafting mm-hmm. even like the base building it wasn't a surprise but it looked well, like in Fallout 4 this was like this is disgusting and that looked good it like went into bird's eye and you could like just snap stuff around and it looked great yeah. And the ships, yeah. yeah, yeah. And because like a lot of conversation was like, oh, I really hope it's not just aesthetic, but if you look on the top left, you can see stats changing. So in my head, like it got this whole um, gameplay loop going, right? Where you like, you know, you go to the edge of the universe, you go get adamantium, and then you come back, you craft a new piece of your ship, and now you can go further into the universe to get more of this metal so you can make better guns and you can go into this like black zone where, you know, there's too much danger there before because there's so many pirates and it just creates this gameplay loop where you explore get materials upgrade explore further and i think that 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 just the idea of that feeds so nicely into that exploration thousand planets massive universe it just see what i'm saying it just it generates a lot of excitement i think is what i'm trying to say yeah yeah Yeah, i think it has a really nice gameplay loop um going for it um yeah pretty much everything there i was just I, I personally was just overwhelmed by it. it was it was such a good showcase it was. because they they just kept they just kept showing more and more and more and more oh and this oh and this oh and this you know almost just confirming everyone's like potential issues with the game mm. it was just like oh no you can do this yeah. you know like uh yeah it was a it was a great showcase it really was and the music was pretty sick as well. And the flight, the, mm. the like the actual space flight looked really good too, right? The, the, the ship combat, which I don't think anybody yeah. was expecting. We'll still have to see how it handles, but I don't, nobody was expecting that because Bethesda have never done vehicles, I don't think. Or at least not for like a long time. Um, not for a while. Yeah. Yeah. So we had that. That ended. You know, Todd did his whole thing where he said, oh, well, you're wondering how big this game is? So many planets. Uh, we'll see you in 2023. Um, and then there was an interview afterwards tim there was an interview um with ign i don't i can't i really can't, i can't remember if we spoke about this already but todd spoke to ryan mccaffrey and gave a few little extra details and one of those details that also got people outraged i knew there was one thing i was missing another outrage piece um was that he said 
there is no you don't fly onto planets oh okay no we haven't talked about so this. you don't you don't break that. atmosphere uh we don't know how it's handled we don't know if it's a loading screen or if like it's an organic transition um but but he answered that question and he said yeah well ultimately we weighed it up and felt that it in terms of the resources it would take it's just not that important to to the player you know that was what he was what he said you know it might have this this nice moment every now and then again depends on execution i the in my head the idea of flying down into a planet and seeing something brand new that does sound important to me todd can't can't lie to you that that, that does yeah. sound important to me yeah. and you get that with outer wilds you had some really cool stuff going on there however if it is this kind of nice cut scene that has a similar effect that will do most of the job. I don't think it's quite the same as and as immersive as flying down yourself, but it can do most of the job. And like you said, if it's going to take you another six months to get this working on every planet, like I understand, like the compromise you've had to make it. So, so what what are your thoughts about about that? Yeah, I guess it's just the way it's done. Like you said, if there is a if there is a pretty slick sort of like cutscene. Um, showing off like the planet and you entering it and stuff like that without it necessarily being player controlled then it's not so much of a punch to the gut um but yeah it kind of it just depends on how it's done if it's literally just fly close to the planet it just cuts to a black loading screen or gives you like a little tool tip or something and then loads you onto the planet that's a it's a little bit lame and it will it will take you it will cut that sort of immersive experience of you exploring. I think it'll be quite jarring for a lot of people if it were like that. I um, mean, it'd take you out at the moment. Um, but then it also begs the question of like, when they say like you can land anywhere on the planet, like there's no particular checkpoints that you land. How does that work if you can't fly onto it yourself? Yeah, I don't know. I think that's as, as far as I'm aware, I think that is still a question because it, it ties into to my, like my, like question for all of this as well which is like what so where are we flying like are we still do we still like mm. are we in the seat like flying from planet to planet and then we just get to the planet and you know we pop in our menu and shoot like you have to be in range of it and then maybe there's a pop-up and it says choose when you want to land on the planet and then you go you know you, like you pick it like coordinates you just select like a coordinate and it goes there because i want to do that i want to fly around space from planet to planet okay i might be able not be able to fly stay in the driver's seat to go from space to planet but i want to go around and i want emergent stuff to happen and i want to you know see this like tiny planet off in the distance but like this like weird purple color and be like i'm going there you know it creates the same sort of effect so yeah like but yeah like same sort of thing like how is that handled and i don't think that's a question that's been answered yet so i i'm, I'm interested to hear because i think like you said the way that that works that the whole that the execution of that adds to that immersion of like going into like an uncharted planet you know it adds to that thing of, of feeling yeah. like you're going somewhere new rather than just a, like going to your menu and clicking x to fast travel you know um yeah so. yeah We'll have to see. So all the separate components, I think, look really good. But it's 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 seeing how the glue holds it all together. I think is the um the the main point for me. Yeah, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, um, yeah, I'm the same. Lovely. Well, that's our recap of the showcase, everyone. Mm. If you have enjoyed. Please hit like. Please give us a subscribe. That would be great. We've still got um, the reactions up 
uh, on the channel. It's also linked on our Twitter if you follow us there. Uh, if you're not already following, please come and say hi. Um, one more bit of news before we close out was Games Pass Editions. That was just announced today. Um, Naraka we've already spoken about, but alongside Naraka is the Shadowrun trilogy, which I think also has already been announced. But Shadowrun is a quite a beloved trilogy. I looked at it. It's like, a, I, I don't know much about it, but it's like quite cyberpunky fantasy. Um, mm. Isometric. Um, sort of story driven by the looks of it uh fifa 22 which is quite big from what i could tell total war three kingdoms just for pc and then far cry 5 uh on cloud console and pc nice pretty big a nice sponge there yeah yeah i'll definitely be playing Naraka. yeah yeah the others i'm interested not sure but yeah i I, far cry 5 always looked interesting i just never yeah i don't know (laughs) i haven't cared about far cry in a while but i was i was quite interested in at, at the time um did it review yeah well? yeah i think it reviewed pretty well yeah you, you're sort of mid mid 70s i think like 75 76 mm. 77 maybe okay yeah all right well we'll see nonetheless um there is a lot coming up in the next 12 months even though it's not necessarily coming from first party there is so much good stuff to eat on Games Pass. Um, mm. Like I said at the beginning of the show, if you're already a Series X owner, which you probably are if you're listening to the podcast, this has been a very good showcase and the next six months are absolutely jam-packed. There's stuff that we didn't speak about today and stuff that they didn't even speak about in the showcase, whether that's Somerville, that's Valheim, that's Dark Tide. There's lots and lots and lots. So, yeah, we will be back next week. Um, uh, other than that, Tim, anything else to close out? Uh, no, that's everything from me. I've covered everything. All right. All right, guys, we'll take care. Have a big glass of water in this hot weather, and we will see you next week. Yeah. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.